Now is the time. Do not adjust your frequency. This is a message from the resistance. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've got a mini-side for you. I say mini-side, it's I, our well, longest it's not episode mini. ever. <laughs> but all through December, we have been playing our way through the Exit Advent Calendar. So yeah. this is the the summation of the last month mm. of exiting. Um, so as usual, business first. There's no official business, but Christmas was last week. Hope Yay. you had a good one. Hope you got lots of board games. Um, um, and spent some quality time with some quality people. Um, yeah, so here we go oh, then. Yes. Well, we should say, I don't know if this is like sold every year, but there will be spoilers if you are going to play I this. Made a note. I'm going to play the spoiler alerts. Oh, oh, are you? Okay, you have thought of that. <laughs> um, just checking. Yeah, just for whatever. Yes, uh, obviously, A, if this is sold again next year. Although I, well, they can be. They, it's they can game do. to There's game, isn't it? nothing year specific about it. Yeah. But also, if for whatever reason you've got one and you haven't caught up with it yet or you're saving it or whatever play it first this then is, listen yeah this is yeah. going to be spoiler central but it would just be interesting wouldn't it anyone else who did this um you know i wonder if we got stuck on the same ones or whether we found the mm. same ones hard that other people did it or dep- whatever well, i suppose it depends generally if you're good at exit or not i suppose or if you played exit the other games before or not yes so i mean we're we're not too bad at exit games no we? no we're not amazing <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So we'll start with just uh, a brief explanation of sort of how it works yeah. generally. And then we will play you. I've edited together a huge, huge chunk oh of God. us just basically Working it fudging out. our way through 24 different puzzles. And some of them we found pretty easy and others we just could not work out. Just like Exit, just really. Just like Exit. So first of all, you've got an advent calendar. You've got different boxes, but none of the doors have numbers on. And the idea is that you open a door, you solve a little puzzle, and that will direct you to which door you need to open next and you're always looking for a three digit code aren't you yeah and you've got a little number uh code thing, code breaker code breaker that has three strips that you slide along and then each uh you put in the number and it gives you a set of arrows and you you sort of bop along the arrows and hopefully that tells you which door you're going to tomorrow mm. and just in case just so you can double check each door has a set of three symbols on and if the three symbols match the three symbols that are on the thing then you know that the arrows are leading you to the right door and that you've got the right answer. And then obviously tomorrow you open that door and do the puzzle within. Mm. And there's a little bit of story with each one. Yes, it's a a fantastic story, story, listener, that you will hear uh, (laughs) throughout. But yeah, that's how it works. So you never know which door you're going to next. You have to solve the puzzle to find out which door to open Mm. tomorrow. So I will play our lovely Exit Advent Calendar adventure now. You take a few last steps through deep powder snow and turn around. Your gaze wanders over the snow-covered valley. Down there in that tiny town, people are probably already busy decorating their homes ready for Christmas. You take a few deep breaths and the cold air burns in your lungs, already strained from the climb. But at least there is air, clear and pure. No comparison to the city air that you, unlike your friends, left behind. Your friends only seem bothered about Christmas this and Christmas that. Not the only ones either, given how deserted the ski lifts and slopes seem to be. You quietly celebrate your decision to take a spontaneous 
spontaneous, a spontaneous skiing holiday alone. It's wonderfully serene up here. You look around and finally find the trail markers that will lead you to the best ski run in the area. Red flag. You leave the beautiful panorama behind and follow the signpost over the next hill. As you strap your skis under your boots, it suddenly becomes strangely dark. Deep grey clouds have gathered over you and threatened to block out the daylight. Thankfully, the snow still reflects enough light to continue, but you will need to step up a gear if you want to really enjoy the descent. As you begin to ski in earnest, you can hear a cat meowing outside. Mm. Thick snowflakes begin to fall. This doesn't improve your view, but there is still nothing to worry about. Your skis slide rhythmically over the top snow and you enjoy the solitude. On the slope ahead, you spot a long metal rod protruding from the snow. You slow down and stop. Is this still a slope marker? The flakes are falling more and more densely and you're beginning to find it difficult to orient yourself. A little further along, you see a second steel pole. It's not necessarily the usual kind of marker, but after all, this is not a busy run either. You continue on down the slope more cautiously. As you ski, you notice more and more bare rocks around you. This can't be right, can it? Your path leads alongside high rock faces and dangerous looking abysses. Did the metal marker lead you in the right direction? You decide to take a short break. After all, the situation can only be improved with a snack and a chance to sit and plan in peace how to safely return to the main run. Searching, you let your gaze wander over the slopes. Suddenly, something cracks loudly behind you. You turn around, but all you can see is snow and rock. Then you hear a deep rumble. The mountain seems to tremble and your skis start to vibrate. The snow begins to move under your feet and a sliver of panic seizes you. An avalanche! Your heart is racing. Your mind screams over and over, damn, 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 help, help, help! But your body instinctively knows what to do and takes control. You lean into your skis and head in the same direction as the tumbling snow. Behind and beside you, the white mass thunders down. Now all you can think about is not getting buried by it. The snow seems to be forcing you directly towards a sheer rock wall and your mind clicks into gear. You have to change course right now, otherwise you'll be crushed between the snow and the rocks. But what's that? Is that a hole in the rock? You feel a glimmer of hope and twisting your body around with all of your might, you dive into the alcove and feel the push of snow forcing you deeper inside. Then the world turns black before your eyes. A little later, you awaken and find yourself on an icy rock floor. You're half covered in rubble and snow, but you can move. You struggle to catch your breath as you stomp free and warily straighten yourself upright. It takes a while for your body to stop shaking and a few tears run down your cheeks. That was close. You can't believe you survived. The rumbling outside has now stopped. Instead, there's an eerie silence. You hastily throw off your skis, sticks and ski mask. You grab your mobile phone from the inside pocket of your jacket, but there's no reception and you don't have a transmitter. You test whether you can make a hole through the snow with your ski poles, but you quickly come across ice sheets and rubble you won't get any further here. Somehow you have to get out of this place. By the time you're missed and someone finds you here in the avalanche, you will have long since starved to death. You turn away from the buried entrance. With icy fingers, you turn on your mobile phone torch and shine it in all directions. What you thought was a niche in the rock seems more like a corridor. You trace your fingertips along the walls. They're peculiarly, 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 peculiarly. They are peculiarly smooth and even. A few meters in front of you, the passage opens to a larger cave. The light of your torch doesn't go very far and stalagmites and stalactites throw shadows across the cave. You try to recall the name for stalactites that have grown into one another, of which there are also a few here, but you just can't think of it. You're slowly regaining some of your optimism. If there is an entrance, might there also be an exit? You decide to explore the cave as systematically as possible and start to move forward. Small stones continue to crunch under your bulky ski boots. You keep your torch shining into the darkness. There, a few metres in front of you is something is glistening. But what? You move away from the wall to take a closer look. The nearer you get, the more sure you are 
bizarre that it has to be ice. But not just a simple block of ice. No, it almost looks like a figure. As if someone tried to make a bear out of ice. What a strange place for an ice sculpture. From your new location, you look around and discover even more of these ice forms. Incredible. Many look like mountain animals, while others appear to be mythical creatures. The further you go inside the cave, the larger and more detailed the figures get. Wild theories run through your head. Was there once an exhibition here? But this would be a very strange place for it. Perhaps an eccentric artist stores their sculptures in the cave. What's far more important is that someone has already been in this cave before you, so it's quite possible that there's another exit here too. It's a bit scary, however, to be observed by the silent eyes of ice, and you want to hurry to the other end of the cave. Just then, you kick something and a metallic clank sounds in the stillness. You shine the torch downward and discover a rusty carabiner? Carabiner? Which you must have caught with your shoe. Not far away is a frayed rope. Perhaps these are left over from transporting the ice sculptures. You let your gaze wander and find more surprising things. Two pickaxes, a dusty box full of tattered ropes and an old tin can. An old tin can containing rusty nails. Finally, you discover a rag bag of old helmets. Slowly, a new idea comes to you. Might an expedition to this cave have taken place in the past? Next to all the junk lies a new surprise. Gigantic mountain boots. A look at the shoe sole tells you size 18. They're definitely the biggest boots you've ever seen. In any case, they're not an alternative to your ski boots and you put them back again. But the boots look pretty new. Someone must have left them there. You shine the light more thoroughly around you and discover more of these ice sculptures. You're particularly impressed by an extremely detailed life-size bear figure. Behind it stands a huge eagle and further back, two strange monk-like ice figures flank a flight of stairs. Your eyes slide back to... Wait a minute, stairs? You quickly rush towards them. You weren't mistaken. The two identical ice figures actually stand on a staircase carved into the rock. With shaky knees, you begin to climb the stairs. After a few meters, you notice a light in the distance. Is anyone here? As glad as, as, as glad as you would be to find help, it occurs to you that the inhabitants must be pretty odd to live in such a crazy house. And what would they eat? Hopefully not skiers. Now that some light is shimmering in the distance, you turn off your torch to adjust your eyes to the darkness. You try to be as quiet as possible. After all, you never know what might be ahead of you. But the faint shimmer magically attracts you and you continue to climb the stairs towards a doorway. The first riddle begins on the calendar sheet, 1st of December. 1st of December. You walk up the last steps of the stone staircase. Pressed against the wall, you peer into the room in front of you. The cave glimmers with a ghostly blue light. You wait for a second, but since you hear nothing there, you venture further. Behind a stack of nailed shut wooden boxes, you spot a large metal grate. An exit! You immediately hurry towards it, but after a good shake, you can tell it won't open easily. Then you discover a strong-looking lock. You focus your torch on the lock for a closer look. It's a combination lock, but what code opens it? There's also a small piece of paper caught in the lock, which of course you read through immediately. At first, you don't know what to do with the strange clue. You let your eyes wander. Next to the boxes, there are all kinds of other things strewn around. You actually find some matches that you use to light a few candles. You can now put your phone away again. You look at the other objects that are lying around this supposed warehouse. Several of the objects still look relatively usable and could be of help. And of course, the mysterious artist also left a few ice sculptures behind. Especially striking is a gigantic ice swan perched in an alcove. You take another look at the clue on the mysterious note. Is there anything else on here that will help you determine the correct number code? Now open door one. Oh, there's some cards. Behind you will find one riddle card A and one swan strange item card. What cool things you find in this cave. There are sculptures that deceive the eye. The items in the room help you crack the code from left to right. God, it's really small to see. Right, I've just got a swan made of ice. Okay, there's two, eight, four, one, three, seven, five, six. Uh, is that it? Presumably, oh, will that... Oh, my God. The swan... 
The items in the room help you crack the code. Oh, what if I've taken the swan out? Will the uh, shape... Oh, uh, yeah, that'll be better. You will the empty shape tell us something? It doesn't fit. Oh. <laughs> well, the card doesn't fit in, so I don't know. So, wait, hang on. The items in the room help you crack the code from, from, left. Oh, from left to right. So. Oh, okay, but there's colours, look. So the torch is red. Oh, right, so you've got... Okay, red... Oh, red, eight, one... Five then. Oh, what? Is there more than one red? Yeah, look, eight, one, five. Oh, shit. Uh, there's three, and there's a two, four, oh, two, three, six, oh, nine, six, oh. There's light green and dark green, is there? Or yellow? Yellow. But then do we go left to right? So what's the most left colour, is it? Okay, the most left is a little cup with two on that's green. We don't want green. Oh, was it blue? I can't see it. It's dark. <laughs> Oh, it's blue. Two blue. Okay, so two blue, and eight, then... Eight red. Eight red. And then I suppose four yellow on the floor. Oh, yeah. Well, let's try four yellow, and then... Why do you know if you're right? So you... Oh, uh, no, that can't be right, because it said the arrows would never take us off the edge of the... Oh. Thing. Okay. What's well, so yeah, the swan's got to do something though, surely. But unless we need, well, because the instruction said never throw anything away. Yeah, that's got a diamond on it. It doesn't have anything to do with it. Oh, hang on. The diamonds pop out. Look. Although I don't. I mean, maybe this swan is for completely something different. There's nine letters. There's nine numbers in there. Right. The blue cup, red bag, red torch, red hat. Anything? No. No, I think we might have to clue on this. <laughs> oh no, clue already. Well, are we supposed to use a swan or not, or what? Okay, How embarrassing. Right, here we go. What a beautiful swan. Unfortunately, he cannot help you in any way himself. Right. Did you notice the small blue diamonds on the strange item card and on riddle card A? What could that be all about? Oh, hang on. What if? Oh, well, they sort of... Oh, no, they don't. Well, I was going to say, what if we line them to those two cards up? Find the, the red items in oh, the room. Red. Okay, two, eight, one, five, then. Bastard. How are we supposed to know find the red items? Eight, one, five? Yeah. Okay, so we go up, across... Oh, shit. Hang on, the red one has slipped. And then... Wait, so hang on. So up, across... Down, so that one. Okay. And then do the symbols match? Moon, diamond, diamond. Yeah. Yes, they so do. Tomorrow. So tomorrow. Oh, could you write? We that? are there. Right. Okay. There. Ah. Okay. Which we could have worked out because there's a door going now. <sighs> okay. That was difficult. Done. 2nd of December. The click of the combination lock is music to your ears. You open the grate. How long is the passageway behind it going to be? After a short deliberation, you rummage through the things from the warehouse again and kit yourself out so you're ready for anything. You swap your ski boots for some ancient hiking boots. In addition, you pack a rucksack with a rope, hook, matches and various other things that appear to be especially useful to you. Last but not least, you grab a torch, blow out the candles and walk into the dark passageway. The tunnel leads you deeper into the mountain. It gradually becomes colder. Is that because of the power or your physical and mental state. You pause where you are for a moment and wonder whether perhaps it would be better to turn around. While you think, you suddenly hear a quiet whistling, like the whispering of the wind ahead in the long passageway. Then there has to be another opening somewhere else, surely. Hope floods through you and with renewed courage, you continue to follow the path. After a few minutes, you arrive in front of a solid wooden door. It doesn't surprise you that you can't open it. You hesitate for a second and then use the heavy door knocker. The iron sound echoes for a long time. You wait and wait, but nothing happens. You take a closer look at the door lock 
clock. Again, it looks as though you have to enter numbers. Unfortunately, even after a thorough search, you don't find any clues as to what the correct code is. You even end up rummaging through a pile of wood stacked up next to the door, but there's nothing to be found there either. You feel an icy chill on the back of your neck. The cold is beginning to numb you. Luckily, you brought the matches with you and you decide to make a fire. In front of the door, you find a place that seems to be made for this. The flames quickly flicker upwards and you can finally warm your stiff limbs. But how can you open the door? Warmth slowly creeps back into your toes and fingertips and you can relax a little, despite your predicament. The deeper you look into the fire, the more your thoughts wander. The shapes that the fire and embers form are fascinating. Now open door two. Oh, okay. So we've got the door and the stack of wood and a little fire, a little fire token thing. Connected in thought. And then it's got some symbols. The symbols are on the fire. A stocking, a snowflake, a gingerbread man, and a present. So I'm wondering... Hmm. Oh. Let's see. It looks like the two bits of the fire join together to make, like, a cross. Connected in thought. But what does that mean? Unless... Oh, there's an X. Hang on, there's an X inside. Ah, maybe. Shapes. No. Do I have to put that somewhere? Hang on. Okay, so maybe that tells you how to join the fire. Oh, but then connected in thought. Maybe do I draw a line between the symbols on the flames? Now I've connected it the right way. Maybe. I'm going to try. Right, so we start with stocking and then a snowflake. Gingerbread round present stocking no but then there's no side with it has them all on it unless what's that stocking snowflake ah okay hang on by putting it in the actual room i can see all of the symbols so let me draw on this so we go across up to the gingerbread man and then down to the present so that would be a four christmas tree across to the bell down to the stocking across to the snowflake down to the thing and across to the present that would be a two and then the bell to the christmas tree to the candy cane to the present to the stocking to the snowflake six 46 i reckon four two six and that gives us diagonally up diagonally down straight up triangle hexagon moon boom got it 3rd of December. With a sigh, you lean back against the door and feel the lock click behind you. You're in another passageway, albeit an oddly homely one. In the dim light, you make out two doors in your immediate vicinity. A loud rumble makes you pause. You then hear a gurgling and your stomach grumbles. The first rumble was probably just your tummy. You suppress a hysterical laugh. Then you notice a heavenly smell. Could it be cookies? The hunger pangs in your stomach make you rush forward as your nose leads you unerringly to one of the doors. You pull it open and enter with enthusiasm. For a moment, you seem to hang almost weightlessly in the air, then a sharp pain shoots through your knees and elbows. You find yourself face down on the floor again. As you look behind you, you see a few steps that you missed. At that moment, the door shuts with a loud clack. You pull yourself together because you don't want to believe what you see. The door doesn't have a handle, just another damn combination lock. You look around curiously. You appear to be in an antiquated kitchen, and it seems as though someone was here not all that long ago. A fire blazes in the oven, and on the floor is a tray of unbaked cookies. The enticing aroma of cookies in the kitchen suddenly smells more of burning. You quickly take the second tray out of the oven using a giant oven glove and place it on the table next to the recipe book. Out of interest, you take a look at the recipe. Now open door three. Okay, so we have got 
a recipe for Christmas cookies. The last cookies are placed on the tray, then everything goes in the oven to stay. With oven glove on oven glove, shut the door with shut the oven door with love. But oh, your lungs begin to choke. The oven now is full of smoke. All is grey on the tray inside, and you look cleverly from outside. Okay, so door opens up into this kitchen. Okay, so there's two trays of like cookies, and there is some stickers. Ah, for actual, for like gaps on the tray, stickers of cookies. The last cookies are placed on the tray. Okay, so I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna take the stickers and I'm gonna stick them onto the cookie trays. Done. Then everything goes in the oven to stay. With oven glove on oven glove, shut the oven door with love. So there's two oven glove symbols. And if I fold it in half, and stick the oven gloves together. Oh, okay, hang on. By pressing those two together, and then on the back of the sheet, it's got a pencil smudge. So I reckon if I go over that, because the stickers will make like a raised bump. And so if I shade over with a pencil, it will make numbers, maybe. Yeah, okay, so we've got a nine. And what is that? A six? Oh no, okay, maybe a six? I can't work it out, my shading is really shit. Um, and then, hang on, let me go get a better pencil. Oh, that's not very helpful either. Oh, maybe. Well, that's not a number. Oh, unless it's a two. Is that a really rubbish two? I reckon nine, six, two is what I'm gonna try. Nine, six, two. Cross up and then that way. Hexagon, triangle, cross. Yes, got it. The 4th of December. The cooled and less burnt cookies melt on your tongue with a delightful vanilla flavour. Mm. Why would the occupant of this peculiar boat abode <laughs> just leave such tasty cookies to turn to charcoal? That's a crime. I said that. <laughs> Perhaps they have fallen asleep somewhere. Be that as it may, there's no doubt that someone must be here and they must know of an exit. So you decide to look for them. My prediction is that it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot making cookies? Remember, we found those, like, size... 18 boots or something, Oh, okay, all right. You leave the kitchen again and go to the other door. It opens without a problem and you take a proper look. The doorknob is also on the inside where it belongs and there is no combination lock in sight. You decide to venture further. This room appears to be a library, judging from the bookshelves. Oh, God, we're going to have to decipher something, aren't we? <laughs> you stop in front of a comfortable-looking armchair and wonder whether to take a break for a short while. You hear a spine-tingling laugh that raises your hackles. Should I do it? Ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's like Santa. <laughs> well, it's not spine tingly. <laughs> Hello. Your voice fades away without an answer. Instead, you hear a faint crunch and suddenly a stone falls on the floor in front of you. <laughs> As you look up, rock dust trickles into your eyes. Ooh, nasty. There is a crack in the ceiling up there. Shit. You stumble sideways and discover an even bigger hole. The wooden structure that may have originally supported the crack doesn't look very stable. More and more little stones begin to fall. And is that a note as well? Oh. You hurry to the middle of the room and pick up 
the paper. Now, open door number four. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, actual wooden rods, actual everybody. Wooden rods. A little plastic bag of three physical wooden rods. There we okay. are. <laughs> a library shelf that's full of books. It's relevant where you should look. A hint of blue upon the wall will show between the columns tall. You know a view can alter depending where you stand. Your vision shouldn't falter from the task at hand. Look closely with a careful eye, lest all your counting go awry. Ah, okay, so we've got holes in the thing, so the wooden rods go across into the box. Oh, wow. Hang on, so what, what was it about blue? There's a blue circle or something, I think. Oh, no, nothing about blue. A hint of blue upon the wall will show between the columns tall. But right, uh, so... You... Oh, look, yeah, so you actually build columns. A hint of blue. Oh, this is so difficult to see in. But then do we look... Okay, look, blue books. But, like, hang on, so there's three holes, A, B, and C. So number one... Yeah. You need... How many rods are there? Just three. three. Oh, okay, but, like, so number one, A and B. So if you thread them through the A and B holes... A, what, A to B? Or A and B? I think you put a rod in the A and B. Rod in the A, right, okay. A... And then do it in B. And then do it in B, which is this one here. Yeah. Right. But then it says... And then what? You know if you can alter depending where you stand. Your vision shouldn't falter from the task at hand. Look closely with a careful eye, lest all your counting go awry. A hint of blue upon the wall will show between the columns. So oh, oh, look. Oh, no, no, no. It's not like making a number in the shadow, is it? I don't know. Look, if I put a shadow over... Oh, no. Hang on. But then what does it say about a hint of blue? Because there's blue... Look, because where... Look, there's blue on the on the, um, on the the thing. There's a shadow over the blue, if you see what I mean. Is yeah, but like... it wouldn't know where our light would be, right? Mm, I suppose. Yeah, but what's this about looking carefully? It's Hold on. So, you mean... You know a view can alter depending where you stand. Is it like magic eye or something? Can you do it like from side to side? Your vision shouldn't falter from the task. Look closely with a careful eye, lest your counting go awry. Do you, can you move it from side to side? Don't let your, what is it? Depending where you stand, you see. Well, yeah, but uh, what's the bit about the blue there? I can't see any blue. Yeah, but there's blue books on the wall. They're very bright. But they, do they make a number? Oh, well, if you look at it directly on. Yeah. The, the first bar covers my vision of a blue book. So there's one, two, three, possibly three, four blue books I can see. If you see one, that rod, if you look directly on, covers that blue. So it's sort of covering it up, if you see what I mean. So if you go one, miss that one out, two, three, four. Is that it? Is it hiding, if you see what I mean? Okay, but then to get the other number, look, you put in them B and... Like, why have we got three rods when each combination is only two holes? Yeah, so that's... A, each one is a number, right? Yeah. So A and B there cover up a certain amount of blue books. Then you move it and it covers up another certain amount of blue books. And it's that number, yeah? Well, of how many books it covers? Yeah. Or okay. how many books you can see. Because, you know, depending where you stand your vision from the side, look closely. A hint of blue upon the wall will show between, between the, the columns. columns so the ones you can... See. Okay, so oh, how many... hang on. The books you can see between the columns. So that's two. Okay. And then we swap, so we put, so, so we, we keep do. one in hole B and we change it to hole C. Why do we need three, actually? Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Okay, hold on. So, so then B A and B, B and C. Oh, God, I can't get it out, that's why. C, B and C. Yeah, because that's going to cover up. That is going to cover up. So now how many can you see? Uh, actually, I can see three. Okay. Didn't actually cover up anything. Okay, and now A and C. I don't know if this is going to be right. <laughs> we'll see what we get. Because there's blue books on the side as well. I'm not counting those, I'm just seeing... But, but it says, yeah, a hint of blue upon the wall will show between the columns. Oh, what do you mean between the columns? So there's two there. There's one on that side of the column, there's one on that side of the column, if you look face on. So I'm just saying between the columns. I think it means, the, yeah, between, between the two. Oh, okay, so one then. Okay, so okay. two, three, one. Mm, let's give that a go. I'll be very surprised if that's right. 
Okay, so where are it? it goes down, diagonally up, and then no, it can't be because it's taking us up again. Oh, oh no, hang down. Hang on, what is it? Down. You, am I looking at these arrows here? Yeah, diagonally Down, up. Down, diagonally up. But then diagonally up again. And then up. Which it wouldn't. Mm. Okay, let me... Let's do that again. What was it again? A so and A and B. I don't think I did that first one right, hold on. Okay. Because so it's, it's between the columns. Yeah. It's okay. relevant where you should look. You know if you can alter depending where you stand. Look closely with a careful eye. So does it... Because if they're like at an angle... Oh no, they're not. So that means you look straight on. But while the others are that way, would you look that way? Do you know what I mean? Why? Because you want, you want, because like, so when it's between C and B, you would look at it that way. Right. So you can see them flat on, maybe. I thought you had to look at it all flat on. No, I mean, mean, look, there's two, there's definitely two blue between the columns there. Okay. If I look at it... Straight on. Straight on. Yeah. If I look at it... But no, so what I'm saying is, when it's between B and C... Yeah. Instead of looking at it flat oh, on there, you look at it, f- so they're flat on. Flat so on there. Yeah. So they're flat on at the side. Oh, well, that's three then. Okay, but that's what we had anyway. Between C and B. C and B. Yeah. So we've got three. Oh, that's B and C. B and C. Yeah. Ah, but is it one, be- two, three. I think there's three on the shelf there. Okay. If I'm looking that way. Okay. Okay. So and then, then what was the other one? A and C. And then you look at look at it so they're flat on. Flat on. Two. Two. So two, three, two gives us... Ah. Uh, so hang on. That way. Oh, no, but then up again. It keeps sending us up. So the three might be wrong because that's the... Does it matter if I'm looking between... Because th- it's, because it's A, C and B. They haven't labelled them. What do you mean? Because that is... A, C, and B for some reason. Yeah. Why would they have A, C, B like that rather than A, B, C? Do you see what I mean? Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I'm just following the instructions on that. Number one is A and B. Still three, even if I do it the upside down way. Is that between A and B? Between C, B and C. Still Still three. three. That way. Face on is one in the middle. If I do it face on... Mm. One for B and C. Yeah. Okay. So what? Two, one, two. No. And then hang on. A and C. Let me just do A and C again. If they're at the angles that we were doing different. Mm. Oh, if I do that face on, I make that one as well. Which one's that? Uh, A and C. Okay. So two, one, one. And A and B is there. Oh, right. Yeah, because that was yeah. one. Okay. So two, one, one. We go down. Then we go across. And then we go. But no, because that just takes us back to the start. Oh. Should we look at the clues? Okay. Right. You always have to have a clue when I'm involved. Because <laughs> you're rubbish. Place the wooden rods vertically in room four in the form of columns. This will be very easy if you firstly push them into the holes in the ceiling and then anchor them at the bottom in the holes on the floor. Riddle card D1 shows you what you actually need to count. <gasps> oh, hold on, hold on. Well, Because I've been doing, we've been doing A and thing. What if I do from A to B across? What, as in diagonally? So I do, if I do it in the whole A and the whole B... Oh, no, that's shit. No, that's stupid. Sorry, carry on. Okay, Say well, riddle card D1 shows you what you need to count, which is the blue, and riddle card D2 will tell you where. Fine. I think we need the second clue on this one. Yeah, I need... Well, I can see all the blue books. Okay. Oh! Uh-oh. I think we need all three columns in. Oh, right. And then you then just you look, look between A and B, because the one in the middle will block out some of the blue, right? Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe right. have all three okay. of them in. All three in, and then we'll look. Let's have a look. Okay. Here we go. And I'm doing just face on. Well, this it says riddle card D... Yeah, so riddle D card shows you which columns you need to count the blue books between. Select the relevant comments and look between them. But what could the message the view can alter? So I think you do still need to change right, the angle. Right, okay, so what we got again? Right, so it? between A and B. Between A and B, well, that has to, has to be face on. Yeah. 
Oh, it's so difficult with shadow. Uh, I can see two. Okay, between B and C. Three. And then between A and C. Uh, oh, actually, I can see three. Yeah? Yeah. Two, right three. at that side angle. Okay, um, let's go two, three, three. It hasn't, that didn't actually change anything, really, for me. It's just... I oh, just but we never had two, three, three before. I looked around that corner for an extra number, that's all. No, again, it's giving us two diagonal ups. Okay, you have a look this time, and I'll read them out. You have a look. Okay. It's so difficult with the little box. Right, so, uh, between A and B. You're right, the shadows are impossible. It's so difficult. Between A and B, how many can you see? Unless I'm colourblind and there's some green books there. Uh, Depends what angle you look, innit? Yeah. Well, I can only see one. Oh, okay. Well, okay, let's try one. Okay, between B and C, then. Uh, three. Mm -hmm. And then A and C, is it? A and C. Three again? Okay, one, three, three then. So is that, okay, that's not one we've tried. Uh, okay. <laughs> one, three, three. Oh my god, this is difficult. One, okay, one, three, three. No, again, we've got two diagonals <laughs> going up. Hang on, I'll try that. I, uh... I think, oh, fuck right, it. Why does that always happen on mine, though? Okay. Anchor the columns in the room. Always look between two columns and count the blue books that you see. But look closely. Some of the books are well hidden in the blind spot behind a column. You will only notice them if you look around the room from all angles. And we really mean all angles. Don't t forget to look from a very flat angle from each side. Fucking hell, they reckon between A and B you can see seven. Okay, well, all columns have to be there, right? Yeah. Okay, so, let's have a look. Okay, okay, between A and B. Okay, right. One. One, two, three, four, five. Well, I can see ten if I'm counting all of the books in the room just with the thing. It's not hiding anything because I'm looking at all angles. Yeah, I don't know, but then look. Is that what it says? Is that the answer? So yeah, look, depicted above, you'll find the solution for columns A and B. If you look between these two columns from all angles, you'll see a total of seven blue books. Oh, unless I'm getting green mixed up here. No, I don't understand that one. One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight. No, I don't get it. Anyway, okay. well, we're going to Star Star Hex again. Oh, is that a fail? So what was the answer then? Where even is Star Star Hex? Oh, it's that one. Mm. So it was 744, apparently. I can't see that. No, that's... Well, there we go. Very difficult. A shadow in the box. Too sh yeah, too shadowy in the box. Difficult to do. All right, fail. 5th of December. You take the appropriate blue books from the shelf, fucking once you've found them, oh, and suddenly <laughs> suddenly feel like a secret agent in a movie. Can the books be tipped forward to release a secret door? As you move the last book, you hear a quiet click, and the shelf really does swing aside like a door. You enter the new room, and the James Bond feeling doesn't end. In front of you is a kind of antiquated monitoring station. One of the devices continuously spits out paper with writing on, and at the end of the table, is that a seismograph? And there, on the wall, are they telescopes like you get in submarine? What are they called again? Thingamabobberscopes. Periscopes. In any case, you definitely get the impression that surveillance is taking place here. You walk towards the table where a stack of Polaroids lie. <laughs> Tyler Floorquest's Polaroid camera. Nosily, you look at the top photo. A person is standing in a dim cave. The photos fall out of your hands as you recognise yourself. You stare at the Polaroids in disbelief. Someone has scribbled December the 1st on the bottom edge. Apparently, someone's been watching you from here. You shake off the uneasy feeling. James Bond does not know fear. Then you continue to look around the room. On a corkboard hang a few notes and souvenirs with dates on. On one of the notes is something about a certain Reinhold coming closer than anyone else. For some reason, the name Reinhold means something
something to you, but you don't know what. They, you, you, uh, you then read another note, go through the hatch, and sure enough, there's a hatch on the floor fastened with a combination lock. Ugh. There must be another clue somewhere that you can use to guess the correct code. Right. Now open, can I open it? You can open door number five. Here we go. Oh, oh, right, we have. Oh, God, there's a lot in this one. Right, we've got riddle card E. Here we go. Oh, a little sort of spinny combination-y thing. Oh. And, oh. A pin. A, a pin in a plastic bag. There you go. Right. Okay. And it says on the card. Here we go. Oh, well, the pin will be to spin the thing, right? Oh, it? yeah. Oh, and inside is all, yeah, all that shit on the wall. Right. All that shit on the wall. Right. The evidence is clear to see that Reinhold was in search of me. So now your job is just to fix a pin between the circle discs. Okay, right. We can do that. The top of the eye should be the circle center. Does that make sense for what you got? The top of the eye? Yeah, like the letter I, it says here, should be the circle center. Oh, is that inside here? Oh, you put it, oh God. It's so difficult to look in this box. I can't see the letter I in there anywhere. Can you see the letter I? Top of the I, letter I. There's no letter I on these discs. What does it look like on the thing? I, like a lowercase I, because you, you must have to put it in there. Oh, no, no, no. To ah. find the days that right, so do we, the top of that I. Oh, yes, the top of the I, the letter I, because there's Reinhold on the other side of the box. Yeah, so you do that, you do that, and you spin it to find the days that you spent there. Yes. Okay, so hang on. Pin between, the top of the eye should be the circle center to find the days that Reinhold spent here. Oh, and then we point it to the hand, the brush, the glove, the brush, and yes, the Yes, that's sand. it. Okay, yeah, this seems easy. Here we go. Okay. Come on, Reinhold, what you been up to? I reckon he's looking for Bigfoot. I reckon it's Bigfoot. This is Bigfoot. Bigfoot. No, no, no. no. Reinhold <laughs> is looking for Bigfoot, and we've found Bigfoot's house. Who took the Polaroids, though? I think Bigfoot. Bigfoot is taking Polaroids. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> Um, yeah. Do you reckon so we you do... stick it on the top of Reinhold's eye here? Yeah, yeah. But do you reckon well, the big I one then the little, little one, so uh, you can see the things through the thing? In between. Oh well, I think the little one on top, isn't it? But then what? Because like the uh, the little yeah, one, you sure. can see those okay, yeah. underneath. Well, yeah. we can try them both. Ways. Okay. Here we go. What are our letters? I shall make a note on here. Right. So yeah, pin it on the eye, top of the eye. Go around to the. But then what do I hand? Point? What do I point with? To find the days that Reinhold spent here. Well, if you turn it around, does it point? Is there a... Oh, it's definitely not going to be as easy as we think. So the first one is the glove. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. So inside the box, there's three dates. Ah, okay. Okay, so we've got 23rd of June, 3rd of August, and 15th of November. So could you do 23rd of the 6th anywhere there? Okay, well, I've got the 6th. Can you line up 23rd of the 6th with the hand? Well, okay, what were they, June? So 23rd of June, 3rd of August, and 15th of November. Do you have to get it so they... Okay, I think... Maybe you're right, I will do it the other way. Put the little one on the top. That makes sense to me, but it's the smaller one. Okay, so... 20, right, so 23rd of June. Oh, and it's got the hand on the 23rd of June in here. Okay, so right, 23rd of the 6th. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Is... Well... It's an obvious number. What, 6? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. 7? Yeah, I can see 7 tally marks through the... Oh, I see, okay. And then the brush is 3rd of August. Uh, okay, so what's August? June, July, August, that's eight. eight. And the brush, how much? The 23rd? Yeah. 23rd of August? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, that doesn't have, I can't see any tallies. Oh, sorry, 3rd of August, sorry. Oh, two. And then the shoe is 15th of November. One. Okay, so we've got seven, two, one. I think we're pretty spot on on this. I'll be very surprised if we got that wrong. <laughs> seven, two, after one. After yesterday. Uh, yeah, we need an easy one after yesterday. So we go down and then diagonally down to the right and then left. Diamond, hexagon, hexagon. Diamond, hexagon, he yes. 
He's been doing number six. Yes. Well, there we go, Reinhold. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Done. December the 6th. The hatch leads you up a metal ladder into a narrow passageway. After a few steps, you're standing in front of an open door. For your own peace of mind, you feel for a handle and lock again. The mishap from the kitchen will not happen again. Then you enter the room. It looks like a music room, or at least there are instruments and a cool gramophone. On the walls hang posters of different cult figures. Amy Winehouse, Elvis Presley, Kurt Cobain. Musically speaking, they don't really go together, but then you notice that they're all shrouded in mystery somehow. This fits with everything that you've experienced here so far. Another chill runs down your spine. Hopefully you won't end the day in a madman's cooking pot. The sooner you get out of here the better. You look around more closely. There's a guitar case secured with a combination lock and there hanging off it is a clue. Now open door six. Oh, there is an actual picture of Amy Winehouse in there. Right, when everything is dark at night and I sit here on my own, I like to play a cheery tune on my accordion. Carefully fold back and forth, then squeeze it side to side. A glance along the top will find the code I try to hide. Okay, so, easy one. There is a, uh, like a, an accordion with loads of fragments on that I think if I fold that into a zigzag, like an accordion, uh, and look along the top, all the bits will go together um, and show me a code, hopefully. Uh, so I think this is just gonna be a simple folding task, hopefully. Carefully fold back and forth, then squeeze it side to side. A glance along the top will find the code I try to hide. I don't know why it says carefully fold, unless, I don't know. Right, there will now be a brief folding interlude. Oh, I'm already making a fucking mess of this. <laughs> You'd think, you wouldn't think that folding a piece of paper would be that difficult. Just not careful enough. That's my problem. Although I wonder if they're the same on both sides, like depending on which way I folded it first, folded it over or under. Not that I imagine that makes much. This is this pretty funny. Okay, so it does sort of, I can, I mean, I can see something appearing along the top, but <laughs> my eyesight is so bad. I can't work it out. On, something on. Kack. Uh, on. No, and Oh, I... Right, hang on. I'm gonna need to fold this again. <laughs> I could really do with a ruler, actually. Okay, well, it definitely says on, but I can't work out what that other... Edges on. Ed edges on is what it says. So what does that mean? Edges on. Edges on. Edges on, eh? Edges on door one. If you turn it over, edges on door one. The edges on door one. So what are the edges on door one? Door. I'm looking at door one. The edges on door one. Glance along the top to, we'll find. Um, well, I'm looking at door one and I can't see anything specific. Edges on door one. Hmm. And I thought this was going to be a simple folding task. Edges. Hmm. Oh, unless... Does it mean this symbol, so door one has a hexagon, a hexagon, and a triangle. So would that, the edges of those shapes, would that be six, six, three? I'm gonna try six, six, three. Okay, so six, six, three, we go across, we go up, and we go that way. Circle, triangle, circle, yes, got it. 
7th of December. You open the guitar case and find a letter. Excited, you begin to read. Welcome, brave skier. I'd like to welcome you into my home, which right now is also an escape room. Do you know how to play? You have to escape from locked rooms. I'm a little lonely at times and like to spend my time playing exit games. <laughs> you won't believe how long I've waited for someone to finally find my homemade escape room. I'm very excited about your visit. You fucker, I've been here a week. There really does seem to be a crazy man living here. You already had an inkling of that though, but in view of the fact that you're trapped here by the avalanche anyway, you might as well get involved in this game and maybe escape safely. You continue to read the rest of the letter, which looks more like a collection of hazard warnings. The phrase at the end is also a bit weird. Think outside the box. What box? Oh, I wonder. You can't do a lot with that for the moment. Perhaps it's a hint for a later date. Oh no. <laughs> Something I'm going to have to remember. Eventually, you find a key in the guitar case. Luckily, this fits a trap door in the ceiling of the music room. Using the ladder, you climb up and are standing in another cave moments later. In front of you gapes a large opening with an ice slide. However, it's locked with an iron chain and above it is a large sign containing warning information. You shouldn't use the slide without protective equipment. You let out a giggle, but you don't have a death wish either. The protective equipment appears to be located in the secured locker on the right-hand wall and on the other side of the slide hang, of course, the boxes mentioned in the letter. Time to take a closer look at them. Open door seven. Beware, you're going downhill now on a terrifying slide. A helmet is advisable to keep your brains inside. To extricate your headgear and free it from the locks, you need three numbers, that is clear, so think outside the box. I'm sure you can put the clue together. I'm counting on you to be very clever. Right, well, there is a... Okay, so on the sheet, there is a net of... Uh, what is going to become a cube. So I'm going to start by cutting that out and I'm going to make that into a cube because I think that is probably the box that we're talking about. And each side of this cube has a number on it and a different pattern. Right, I've got my cube. Beware you're going downhill now, a terrifying slide. A helmet is advisable. To extricate your headgear and free it from the locks, you need three numbers to so think outside the box. I'm counting on you to be very clever. And counting is in italics, so that's something about numbers. Counting the numbers outside the box. It's worth saying as well, on the inside of the door, there's like a little square with like bits of words. And one of them is obviously a zero, an E-N, so that could be seven or a 10. No, it can't be a 10. There isn't a 10 on there, is it? It only goes up to nine. Um, right, so zero, 10, but then there's something B, B, L, B, W, and then another word that I can't read at all. Oh, there's pictures of the box on the side of the little wind uh, in the room. So, ah, okay. So each picture of the little cube shows three sides. So I reckon I add up counting. Yes, I add up up the numbers on the sides that I can see. So, stars, circles, and squares. Right, so the first one, two, four, and one. Four, so that's seven. Second one, spiral, stars, and circles. Right, that one. So three, zero, and two, so that's five. And then stars, stars, circles. Um, is it circles? No, it's boxes. Stars, stars, box. So two, zero, and one. Three. Seven, five, three is what I reckon from that one. Cross, diagonally down, across. Circle, moon, hexagon. Boom, done it. Although that does mean that the thing on the inside of door seven is gonna be used later, because I didn't need that.
the 8th of December. In disbelief, you stare at the contents of the locker. This is supposed to be protective equipment. Gloves and a helmet are okay, but a giant swim ring? Despite your misgivings, you grab the air pump and blow it up. After a few exhausting minutes, you release the iron chain in front of the slide and wedge yourself into the rubber ring. Must be a water slide, surely. Let's go. The slide is very fast and it makes you feel dizzy. Your fingers clench around the ring handles and you have to use all of your strength not to fly out of it. But the journey has scarcely begun before it's over. You land with a bang, but at least it's on a soft heap. However, it kind of smells like old sweat. Mm. After a few attempts, you manage to free yourself from the rubber ring and then discover that you're lying in a, pile, in a pile of old washing. That's just brilliant. No wonder there's a foul smell in the air. You must have landed in a laundry room, judging by the ancient wash tub in the corner. In front of another wall is an impressively large wooden box. Unsurprisingly, it's secured with a combination lock. You can't see an exit and the ice slide is definitely too slippery to get back up. Luckily, you find another card. Will it give you a clue as to how to get out of here? Now open door eight. Ooh, there's a lot in this one. I've got the riddle card, I've got some socks, some pants and a bobble hat. It looks like I've got some pegs, coloured pegs. Gonna be a lot, it's a washing line. I'm gonna have to hang up some laundry I think. I'm fussy how I hang my wash. Position here is key. Don't hang them in a random way or peg them carelessly. Well there you go. Okay, I can see. Right, so there's a black sock, a yellow sock, white pants and a blue hat. And then there's two white pegs, a blue peg, a yellow peg, and a black peg. So, I mean, presumably the black peg is for the black sock or something. But on the inside of the door, okay, there's a washing line and it's got blue. So there's pegs on the washing line already. So blue, the two whites, the black and the yellow. So maybe, I don't know, let me hang, right, if I, this is going to be very fiddly. Right, so blue, then the two whites. But I wonder if I have to match, the pegs are at angles. So I wonder if I have to match the angles that the pegs are on and whether that will... Oh no, it just means the pants have two pegs, maybe. So hang on, let's put the pants on. Then we've got the black sock and then the yellow sock. I'm fussy how I hang my wash. Position here is key. Don't hang them in a random way or peg them carelessly. Well, I've pegged them how it says in there, but then on the door, there's two pairs, so blue and white. Oh, I think the angle of the pegs maybe makes like Roman num numerals. So blue and white, because the angle of the pegs, I think that's IV, so that's four. And then the next pair is white and black, which is VI, so that's six. And the next one is black and yellow, II which is two, four, six, two. That's my bet. Across, up, up, hexagon, triangle, moon. Yes. 9th of December. You open the box in the laundry room. The inside is surprising, not actually being a box at all. It's in fact a secret door to a small passageway connecting to another room, but it's pitch black inside. That's funny. There was always enough light before, even if it was only a bluish icy shimmer. But thankfully you prepared yourself well and bring out the large torch you found in the storage room. Are there a few candles or a light switch in here? You have little desire to venture into a pitch black room armed only with the torch. And as a precaution, you shine your light around the walls first. There's a fuse box. Perhaps a fuse has just blown. You open the fuse box and see some loose cables lying inside, as well as three cards. Perhaps this is just another riddle to be solved. Open door nine. Oh wow, nothing in this room, just pitch black and the fuse box. 
The room is dark, it's no surprise, you can't see dots before your eyes. Their sequence is the problem here, solutions do not just appear. Then digits help in time of need, so build your code from what you read. Okay, well, there and then is in capitals and italics, so they're obviously important. And then the next card is just pitch black, and the next card is just pitch black. So, their sequence is the problem here. Their solutions do not just appear, then digits help in time of need. Hmm. So build your code from what you read. Well, this is the only thing to read. Ah, but then sequence and digits are in italics as well. Their sequence is the problem here. Then digits help. Does digits mean numbers or could digits mean fingers? Build your code from what you read. Their sequence. T-H-E-I-R. You can't see dots before your eyes. Is that a clue about eyes? So each, I mean, these cards are called I1, I2, I3. Is that the eyes with the dots? You can't see dots before your eyes. Oh, ooh. On the back where it says riddle card, those eyes have different amounts of dots. So three only has one dot, then one has two dots, and then two has three dots. So putting them in that order, it would be three, one, two. Clever. If it's right, three, one, two. Cross back that way. Hexagon, diamond, triangle. Yes! For a minute there, I thought I was going to have to break out a clue, but I spotted it at the end. 10th of December. Quickly, you connect the correct wires together. When you pop the fuse back in both the corridor and the... Oh, sorry, when you pop the fuse back in, both the corridor and the room behind it begin to shine dully. Shine? You step forward curiously. You seem to have stepped on something because it feels weird under your foot. When you lift your shoe, you hear a rattle and a click and then the ground is torn from under your feet. What the? You fall and the air is forced out of your lungs on impact. As you lie dazed on the floor, you watch the door close above you. You've triggered a secret trap like in an Indiana Jones movie. I hate it when that happens. At least you've not found any snakes waiting for you. You get up and rub your sore back. A single candle illuminates the bare rock walls and in front of a narrow window stands a telescope. It's a shame that the bars on the window are too tight to squeeze through. Nevertheless, you step closer and breathe in the fresh air. You find the bad weather has passed as you look into a spectacular starry sky. You can see way more stars than can be seen above your town, even in the darkest of nights. In front of you, you see Orion and Ursa Major. And is that the swan and the fox over there? But the constellations don't help you further. You grab the chair next to the telescope and place it under the trapdoor. The hatch is low enough for you to be able to reach it without difficulty. Of course, the trapdoor is locked, and in order to open it, you have to crack the code. Thoughtfully, you climb back down from the chair. There must be another clue here, surely. You take another careful look around the room. They who seek, find. Open door 10. But before I do that, I can already see this story sheet has, like, stars on it, so I predict I'm going to have to join up the stars, maybe. Join, like, I join the dots. But let's see what's behind door number 10. Just one single riddle card and it's got some constellations on it okay so there's a, like a house a box a star and a tree so maybe if I draw those on if I draw those on there oh maybe because they're over the letters if I draw them on maybe it will spell something out by the letters that it crosses or that it obscures or something let's try okay well hmm doesn't immediately lend itself but then each symbol has like a cross so maybe does it cross over certain letters? Like a, an O, an N. Well, that looks like a H, an H, and that looks like an R. O-N-H-R. 
unless maybe it's words, not letters. Maybe it's okay. So hang on. Fox found the secret. Fox found the secret. Fox found the secret. It mentioned a fox. Did it? The swan and the fox over there. Fox found the secret. Can I see a fox anywhere? Fox found the secret. Well, I can't see a fox immediately. I mean, there's a hare. And oh, is that a fox? Okay, mate, right. If that's a fox, on the side of the box, there's a picture of. Yeah, I guess it's a fox. Oh, hello, fox. He's pointing, and if you lift up the thing, 573. Hello, foxy. 573. It's my fault. I didn't think it was a fox. It looked like some sort of bear. 573. So, across, down, down, circle, out, start, done. That was close, but we found the fox. See you tomorrow. 11th of December. You finally open the wretched trapdoor above you and pull yourself back up into the passageway. That wasn't much fun. Your coccyx continues to throb uncomfortably. <laughs> Very carefully, you walk into the next room and are astounded. This looks just like a living room. A little fire crackles in the fireplace and the sofa invites you to sink in. Is that a small table or even a bar? A little light refreshment would actually be perfect right now. Next to the glasses lies another letter. The first sheet reads the following. Sorry, I completely forgot to pad the pit. I hope you didn't hurt yourself. You grumpily rub your backside again. Luckily, you're not injured, but a cushion would have been preferable to the bare floor. You read on. I would never have thought that you could make it this far. As I said, I've been waiting for someone to try out my escape room for a long time. I'd hoped several times that good Reinhold would finally find his way here, as we're so close to his home, but so far he's disappointed me. So imagine my joy that you're here now, even if I had to help you get here. You stare at the paper in disbelief. Help me get here? You are seething. This madman has put your life on the line for a game. You swallow your anger because it won't get you out of here and back to your cosy hotel bed any faster. You take a look at the last piece of paper. The game is just about to start. The next hint comes after the work is done. But first you're welcome to rest a little. This has been my favourite place for many years here in the mountains. It's a bit lonely, but I can't show my face in the village. Guarantee it's Bigfoot. Any money. You frown. The villagers rightly drove this madman away. You throw yourself onto the sofa as requested. Yuck. Does this madman have a Persian cat? There's long white hair everywhere. Yeti fur. Well... Your ski clothes will need a thorough wash after this adventure anyway. Between the cushions of the sofa, you discover a small note. Now open door 11. Okay, we've got a riddle card and we've got a lovely little room with a sofa and a fireplace. Um, a nice rug on the back, on the floor, sorry, not on the back, that would be silly. That says welcome back. Uh, and then there's a snowball on the inside of the door. Finish the inventory before Christmas. Lanterns, forks candles. Lanterns, forks and candles. Right, so it's asking me probably to count how many lanterns, how many forks and how many candles there are somewhere, but I can't see any of either in the room. Although on the mantelpiece there is a totally a picture of a big white gorilla. I told you, it's, it's Yeti, it's Bigfoot. Hmm. Lanterns, forks, candles. Is there somewhere they're supposed to be? I can't ever think of seeing a, lan a lantern, a fork or a candle so far. Although, tell a lie. Okay, there's a lantern on the front cover of the box. So I wonder, elsewhere on the box, are there any forks or candles? Unless... 
Um, just looking back in door number one, I can see uh, I can see two candles and I can see a fork. Okay, hang on, let me see. Maybe I should start keeping a tally. So two candles, one fork, and then door number two. That doesn't seem to have any in. So maybe I'm not on the right track at all. One, two, three, four. There's some forks in the kitchen. There's four more forks in the kitchen. There's a candle in the library. There's a candle in the top of the slide room. Nothing in the laundry room that I can see. Oh, yes. My mistake. Another candle in there. Another candle in the stargazing room. Okay. So, if we're counting the lantern on the front of the box, I make that one lantern, five forks and six candles. One, five, six. Ah, no, it takes me the wrong way. Um, do you know what, I'm gonna go for clues because I think, I, I, that's, I think that's what I've got to do. But because of the shadows and my shitty eyesight, I cannot be bothered to go peering through all these fucking doors again. So, sorry, clues. Riddle cake, riddle card K asks you to make an inventory. Outrageous, actually, but you don't have anything better to do as long as you're stuck in the ice cave. This means that you have to count certain things. Which things the riddle card will tell you? Lanterns, forks, and candles. Of course, these things can be lying about anywhere in the cave, but only where you've already been before. Okay, so I'm on the right track. Look for the things you're searching for in all the open rooms, and perhaps also on the cover of the advent calendar. So, have you found everything? Riddle card K will tell you what the things you are looking for look like. The number of these things will give you three digits. You will therefore find the correct numerical code with the order indicated on riddle card K. On the cover of the advent calendar, you will find a lantern. Okay, in room one, you'll find a fork. In room three, precisely four forks. And in room six, a fork is sticking in the wall. Room six. Oh, yep, there you go. I missed a fork. So it's one, six, six, whatever. Fail. I just didn't spot one of the forks. Fair enough. Right, see you tomorrow. The 12th of December. As requested, you complete the inventory. Finally alone, you can go back to that comfy sofa. <laughs> can I just say that again? I said that weird. Finally done, you can go back to that comfy sofa. A slight crunch makes you look up. And there is a, a leaf of paper sailing down onto you. Don't pick your nose now. Well, mm. apparently you are under constant observation. Uh. How else could the resident have known exactly when you finished work? The already familiar scrawly hand has left you a new hint. It continues under the carpet. You roll the carpet to one side and discover the next secret door. You climb down through the trapdoor and stand in a hallway containing several doors. You walk slowly past them, but they are all secured with a lock. No, that's not true. One door is ajar. Mm -hmm. You enter a kind of artist studio. Perhaps one would call it an atelier? A-T-E-L-I-E-R. What's that? Atelier. Atelier. I've never heard I've that I've never word, heard but... of that. Is that like a French studio or something? <laughs> I guess. Atelier. Apparently, this ominous puzzle fan is also interested in stone carving. Oh, a puzzle fan, not a puzzle fan. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> it's a puzzle fan. Not a, a... Like a fan of puzzles. Yeah, not yeah. a puzzle fan. Right.
Indeed, ice sculptures seem to suit him much better, as this lump of stone would need lots of imagination to look like a person. Perhaps it isn't a person, but a mythical creature. Mm, Yeti. You turn with a shrug to look at the paints and brushes. Maybe the artist is a little more talented here. Unfortunately, only the most kitsch landscape painting awaits you. Some snippets of memory play around your your head. Play around your head in which the name Bob Ross appear. (laughs) These thoughts won't get you anywhere. There's another clue on the table. Something to do with a pair of scissors. Oh yes, hopefully you can cut up this hideous kitsch. Kitsch. Oh my god, what is this talking about? You are slowly losing patience and would like to destroy something. Now open door 12. Behind you will find two riddle cards, L1 and L2. I think we might need scissors then. Good job we've got some. Okay, it is the art studio or the atelier. There's just an easel and stuff. Uh, There you go, L1 and L2. Uh, okay. Okay, so if I put them together, it makes a sentence. To find the code you seem to lack, fold the mountain fully back. Let your scissors start to slide along the massive mountain side. Waving flags upon the snow will help with what you need to know. Sort from middle, large and small, and you'll be happiest of all. Well, you've got to fold this right back and cut this. Yeah, but look, so look, there's a picture in here. Oh. Scissors and the dotted line, so oh, I've got to cut. you've got to cut all of that. Oh, no, I've got to cut the box. Cut the top oh, of the Definitely. Well, you look, you tell yeah, me. Yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. the dotted line. To find the code, you seem to let fold the mountain fully back. Yeah. Yeah. And let your scissors start to slide along the massive mountainside. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Vandalism. It's trauma. But still, it's good. You know, it's organised to destruction. And it's something to do with the flags. Well, it says, waving flags upon the snow. So there's flags on the picture. Will help with what you need to know. Sort from middle, large and small. And you'll be happiest of all. But it can't be just the flags, otherwise why would we have to cut the mountain? I reckon when we fold it back down again, will it do will it reveal something? Maybe you have to fold it in half or fold it fully back. Okay. Well so what fold it fully back like the kind of pick it up then fold it fully back? It does say fold fully back. But did that just mean fold it like proper open so you could cut it? Fold the mountain fold the mountain. Let it says long the massive mountain waving flags upon the snow. Waving flags upon the snow. So we've got these flags, got the flags. right? Yeah. We'll have sort from middle, large and small. They all seem the same size, don't they? Well, but like Middle Well no, so the ones closest to us. Middle, large and small. There's a picture of a red flag here. And there's many red there's three red flags. Oh, does it mean middle, large and not in size? Middle. No, so that's the only duplicate, isn't it? Start from middle. Could be the middle red flag. Okay. Large and small. Do you like do we have to just join them up and they're gonna make a Let me see if But then why would you need to cut out the thing? Don't get that. Yeah. Fold the mountain fully back. I still think it needs to be folded fully back. that. But then what? There's got to be a reason why this is... Okay, hang on, let me close the door and then let's line. Middle, large and small though. Start from middle. Oh, yes. Got it. What? How? Two, three, seven. Oh, the flags. Point Start from middle, large and small. So middle, two, seven, three. It is middle, large, small. Two, seven, three. Why is that large and small though? Because that's the largest number and the smallest. You start with the middle number, then the largest number, then the smallest number. Two, <laughs> seven, three, I reckon. Okay, unless it means the rocks. Two, three, seven. Okay. Right, it's going to be one of those. Clever. Okay. Okay, so two... I think two, seven, three, but... You think two, seven, three? Okay, two, seven, three. We go across, down... No, it's not that one. Two, um, so then if you do the rocks... Two, three, then, seven. Two, three, seven. So down up uh, no. No. Okay, that's right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
hell we need? Sort from middle, large and small. Middle, two. So what's the other combinations? Only must we've done two. Well, no, but that's not the maybe that's the middle flag, but it's not the middle no. number, is it? Three is the middle number. If we go number middle, large and small, okay, so it would so be three, three, seven, two. Okay, three, seven, two then. Okay, that way, that way, that way. Hexagon L triangle. There we Yay. go. Okay, everyone. The thirteenth of December. Um, back in the hall, you're in luck. The second door on which you try the code turns out to be the right one. You remove the combination lock and enter a games room. Ooh, Ooh. this cave is well <laughs> kitted out. Oh, here we go. Wow, a game lover has been here and either couldn't finish or had to leave hastily. Uh oh, we're going to have to. We're going to have to finish. Like there's going to be a puzzle set out that we're going to have to finish. Well, let's see. Right in front of you on the floor lies an unfinished game of Catan. What's that? Settlers of Catan, right? Catan. Yeah. You haven't got that though, have you? No. no. Oh. You check it out. Mm. It doesn't seem to be clear yet who will win the game. Mm. There are even more games hanging on the wall. What? Is that, like in here. Uh, you can see city, country, river, and a tree. Tricky chess problem. I don't know, City Country River. No, me neither. No. Um, there is a memory game on the table, and there is a shelf full of games, all of which have the exit name in their title. Hey. Well, that seems very fitting. Inwardly, you curse the game makers. Oh, God, this is you. Without them, Why, you have they made a printing error? And not have ended up in this weird situation. Under different circumstances, with friends in a cosy atmosphere, you would have loved to play around, but not here with your life on the line. But you have no choice, so you look for the next clue and find it behind a box of beautiful illustrated adventure game. Oh. Quickly, you pull out the card and try to interpret the strange symbols on it. Would all of the half-finished games around here have something to do with it? Now open door 13. Behind you will find one riddle card. Okay, we've got... Okay, there's the, the chess problem uh, is on the oh, wall. Look, there's town country with all, with the actual game. Right, okay. Uh, I don't even know how to play that. Do you want to play? <laughs> what? Oh, God. It's okay. got two symbols, so... Do we have to... Hang on. So, without them you were safe enough... All right. Look for the next clue and find it behind the box of a beautifully illustrated adventure game. You pull out the card and try to interpret this. Would all of the hard finished games around here have something to do with this. So, let's have a look. So, right, we've got the chess on the wall. Um, Town Country River. Oh, look, Andor Junior. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's made by Thames and Cosmos, uh, isn't it? There's nothing on the... Oh, and there's Catan on the floor. I don't know, has this got something to do with it? Because on the thing, there's a sheet of all the animals, and there's... Uh, maybe that's just illustrated, I don't know. Um, what's the picture? What is that on there? What are those dark things? Is that the chess piece? No, number three has got chess pieces on it. Right. So, the third digit has got to be Using the chess. Okay, let's have, let's try that first because that might. Okay. So what's on there? Well, we've got a pawn, a knight, a queen, or a king. No, it's queen. Pawn, knight. Do we? Oh, uh, are they? Right, right. Pawn, knight, king, two. But there's what's that? many pawns. Right. What's that writing on the? Is that where the? What does this mean? We got to scribble it in, maybe. But is there? Does that match up on the board? Let's have a look. Trouble is, there's lots of pawns. Mm. We, how do we supposed to know which pawn? pawn? Well, there's a pawn that's above a castle, which is uh, there isn't one. Okay, there's no pawn above a castle. Is there a knight? Is that a king or a queen? Knight and queen? No. There's only one knight. 
Do we go for that? Knight and the king. Ah, so could you... Knight. I wonder if you have to sort of draw between them because the... What's that second one with the house? Oh, town. Ah, okay. I've done the second one. Easy. Yeah. So there's a picture of a house. Yeah. Right? And on here, it says town and a picture of a house. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh, Inverness, Glasgow, Hull, Chororo. E-I-G-H-T, eight. Hey. So number two is eight. Lovely. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, so your turn. We still... <laughs> You've done the easy one. I don't know. Do you have to draw on that chessboard and dot to dot them? But I don't know which order you dot to dot them in. Okay. Well, you're right. So there's only one knight. So... But there's two... Let's look for anything else. But where, why is there one symbol to draw for the chess and two for this first one? Is that like you just literally do one line or you do... Oh, it could be. You know could I mean? be one line. Just from that, that, that. But which order do you do them in, you see? Do you go... And it sort of makes... Because you're only making one number, aren't you? Yeah. Well, let me see. Because there's one knight... If can you get from one... the knight? There's one king. There's a ki- oh, that's a king. That's a bishop. That's okay, a... so there is only one king on the board. So right, if I join up the king and the knight. Yeah, but how? Well, just I'll just draw a line. Okay, but yeah, so that goes knight to king, then king to bishop. Well, no, would it be or... king? I oh, would it be that? Oh, you going which way round? You going? Well, you read left to right. Okay, so then king to tower thing. So I could go up to that one. Or I could go down, hmm, and then... But then a pawn. There's loads of pawns. How That's you... not a pawn. That is um, queen or whatever. Oh, you know, I've done that one. There's only one pawn. Oh, is that a bishop? Yeah. <laughs> There's only one pawn on there. But maybe if you leave that one last, because that's going to be obvious. One more last line. True. There's two bishops. Unless, is it... I don't even know which way we're supposed to be going. I was like, is it about taking? But there's no pawn that can take the knight. Oh, it's not that complicated, is it? I don't know. But then I also... This symbol for puzzle number one, I don't know what that symbol is. Is it something to do with Catan? No. Like, I can't what see... What are those blobby things? That's what I mean. A square box with a thing in it. Unless you do... I can't expect you to read this writing so small. Oh, do you think it's on that? I'm just trying to... I'm seeing which animals are parts of pairs and which ones aren't. Oh. Um... Oh, yeah, because you've got a box to cross out. That would make sense. Yeah. And that's pairs, yeah? I think you're on the right line. So you cross out all the non-pairs. That doesn't have a pair. He does have a pair. He has a pair, he has a pair. Oh, there you go. Six. Six. All the ones in pairs. Six. That was six. So that's puzzle number one. Six, eight. So I think that makes sense. Just one box we've got to sort of work out. But how? Right. Unless... go from pawn to... You know what I mean? There's more than one pawn. There's so many... Then if you leave that out, you're that king to thing. King to... Be a three. I'm not saying that it is. No, I don't. I, or oh no, because that was shading in. You see. Yeah. So do we need to just shade in what's around? So if that was a pawn to, if that pawn was going to take out the thing. Yeah. The pawn would go. Where would it go? That's oh, what I mean. Just, there isn't a pawn close enough to be able to take well, it. How does a pawn take the? It takes diagonally, doesn't it? Does it go? Doesn't it go up one and one diagonal? Oh no, the horse. The, that's how the horse moves. The horse goes in. An, the horsey the goes horse. in an L shape. Is it? Two across and then one up. Or, Does it? Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know then. That's that's shading in. But the, look, that's shading in. How many did you shade in there? Why is that two and why is that one? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I don't know. 
But was it the pairs? Shade in the pairs. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that symbol means. Six, eight. I think just go for three and just see if we can have a really lucky guess. But what makes you say it's because three? Because it's sort of a bit forked if you go from... I think I think you go from the horn to the horse and then it goes down. And, I don't know. It looked a bit three-ish to me. That's all. No other reason. <laughs> Although unless... Do we just count how many... Like, do we add up all the pawns and then we add up all the... Like, oh. as in... But then what... Yeah, but you're not going to get one number, are you? Yeah, but one, two, three, four, Five. No, because there's... I'm going to add stuff up. There'll be a plus sign. It's shading in like that first one. Yeah. Well, do we just shade in do them all, Do we just all, shade then? in... What, shade in all of those... Oh, yeah, shade in all of the pawns, all of the things. All... But that is that all of them, though? That's all the symbols there, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Well, it can't be. You just shade in everything. And then is there something left over, like, on the whole board? Yeah. That makes sense, shading in the squares. Because they're all... All the pieces are on white squares. Yeah. So, do we combine those with the black squares? Yeah. And that makes some sort of... I think we got it, everybody. Well, I don't know. You're right, though. That is all the pieces. Shade them on anything? Well, not that I can see. Let me let me do it with a sharpie no. so it's really... And then... Yeah, but then we won't ever... If we can't... Well, that's it. We can't go back and well, work I know. else out. Yeah, well, then we have to... If... <laughs> then we are saying it's a three. <laughs> if we can't find anything else. Oh, four? How? Six. No, that's a six. This That is a six. Here? Like, yeah, like that. It's like a six. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Six, eight, six. Okay. I will be very Ooh, surprised. You know, uh... Well, this, this chess one was a bit... Right, six, eight, six. <gasps> Where are we? So we're going up there. Yeah. Then across. <gasps> and then across. <gasps> yes. Try and go... That is right. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I yeah. was very well surprised. Okay. Whew. Still didn't have to use a clue. Fourteenth <laughs> of December. You quickly find the correct door in the corridor. Yuck! It is dusty in the room beyond. <laughs> Were it not on the same level as the other rooms, you would perhaps call this attic. You would perhaps call this an attic or cellar. It is full of boxes that look really used. There are cobwebs hanging everywhere. You even see an old cassette recorder that you switch on. While listening to noisy Christmas music, you find the next clue. Make a Christmas garland as a decoration for me, and that's the next clue for you. Is that supposed to be a song? No. You don't actually have that much free time right now, but what must be, must be. As you start making the garland, the cassette stops. You turn it over, but this time no music plays. A deep voice reports. Paper on the differences in snow consistency in the Himalayas and the Alps. Chapter 1, Fresh Snow. What the hell is this supposed to be? You you couldn't really care less. You really couldn't care less. (laughs) You fast forward slightly. Feet and handprints in the snow are always the same stuff. This time you fast forward almost to the end. The human weight appears in contrast to my... The pseudoscience business does not encourage you to make the garland one bit. You turn the cassette over. You would rather listen to the Zetha version of Let It Snow again. Open door 14. Don't really understand that very well. What was that about? cassette but make a garland behind you you'll find two riddle cards n1 and n2 and on here we have something to cut out i think i think we're gonna make paper chains should like i cut that out because it's got a picture of scissors yeah cut out the two strips let's have a look firstly get the angle right arrow on arrow and hold it tight start at the top and as you hold alternate strands begin to fold check your folds are very neat and that your colored baubles meet then start from the very top read around until you stop 
letters make the words throughout the code you need to let you out. Oh, maybe it's not a paper chain then. Maybe it's one of those alternate strands. It's one of those foldy arrow things, I think. Oh, no, what, like a chain link? A link? No. No, like a zigzag spring thing. There's a start written on that one. Yeah, and it says arrow on arrow. I've got an arrow on here. Arrow on arrow and hold it tight. Um, okay, you do what you also, need. Also, arrow on arrow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Start at the top, and as you hold, alternate strands begin to fold. Fold. <laughs> yeah, okay. Alternate strands begin to fold. Check your folds very neat, and that your coloured baubles meet. I can't see any bulb. Oh, the side, these side ones. Yeah, but so... Oh, yeah, okay, here we go. So look, that, so that yellow and that yellow will meet. Mm-hmm. And then that green and that green. I see. How are we going to get numbers out of this? Maybe I'll spell them. So there's nothing in the actual room for this. This one. Oh, just some oh, pictures. What's isn't? this on the wall? Ah, there was another door that had one of them on. Oh, so it's for later on, maybe. Yeah, I think okay. that we're gonna have to cut those out and make do something later. Oh, my folds have gone a bit shoddy. I'm sure we'll get the idea. Okay. Then start from the very top. Read around until you stop. Letters make the words. So do we unfold as we go? Then start from the very top. Read around until you stop. Uh, I can't see any. How you getting three out of that? Uh, Start, read around until Let's you stop. Anything? No. Oh, well, there's four. I'll say. F O U R. Right. Zero. Yeah. T W O. Four zero two. There we go. I didn't. You sort of twit. Look, F O U R. Oh, okay. You sort of twist it and you go around. There you go. Four zero two. It's very clever, whoever made that. I think that's right. I think you are correct. I don't see how any how we could have. I mean, I folded it correctly. So where were we? 14. So we're going. Cross, across, up, and it should be hexagon plus moon. Yes, easy, easy one. Find an easy. easy one. Done. 15th of December. You unlock the last door in the hallway. Perhaps you'll finally get closer to the escape room exit. In fact, this time, you do not enter a small room, but a huge cave. You catch your breath. A frozen lake takes up almost the entire room. Huge icicles hang from the ceiling. You peer into the distance, and there, at the end of the lake, you see another door. You have to get there. Luckily, you don't have to cross the lake in the old hiking boots, as there are ice skates here at the lake edge. One pair is just as huge as the hiking boots that you found earlier. Yeti. The second pair seems more like your size. You Place up the ice skates and hang your pair of hiking boots around your neck by the laces. You take a few cautious steps on the icy surface. You've never had the opportunity to go ice skating, skating, ice skating in such a fascinating place. The ice glistens beneath you and you decide to enjoy the ride. After slowly gliding a few meters, an ear-splittingly loud chorus of "Last Christmas" starts from somewhere in the room. This immediately ruins the mood, particularly when you realise it's the only. It's, oh, fucking hell! Particularly when you realise it's only the chorus playing on repeat. You notice your steps becoming more and more aggressive on the ice. Crack! One of the icicles crashes to the ground in front of you. You scramble to a stop and look upwards. The icicles are vibrating dangerously, threatening to fall and potentially break the ice. This has to be because of this horrible music. <laughs> Someone's not a Wham fan. You haven't even reached halfway yet. You shouldn't have dawdled so much. Frantically, you search the lakeside for the music source. There at the entrance is something that you must have missed. You race back in time with Last Christmas. Sure enough, you find the music system in a locked box. Very imaginative. 
negative. Now, how can you open it to finally silence Wham? Now open door 15. Okay, we've got just a picture of the ice cave. There's the frozen lake. There's the music system that's locked in a cage. There's some ice skates and a hockey stick for some reason. Okay, so there's three riddle cards. Here beneath you lies the sea, above it ice and snow. But to reach the other side, through doodled doors you'll have to go. Once you find the words in ice pieced together in a trice. Aha! So we've got... The other two cards have two of those squares with sort of handwritten words on. And if you remember, door 7 and um, door 14, I believe, they also have these squares on. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut out the two that I have now, and then I'm going to cut out the two from the other two doors, and I predict somehow they will make words. But we shall see. Pretty sure it was door 14. Yeah. Okay. Through doodled doors. Those are the doodle doors. Once you find the words in ice, piece together in a trice. So, I guess it's just a case of fitting them together. Okay, well that's... There's a seven there. Hmm... Okay, seven, blue, ah, blue seven, red zero, yellow seven. There we go, easy peasy. All right, diagonally down, down, diagonally that way, L, L, square, done. 16th of December. Although you've turned the music off, the song remains stuck in your brain. Several of the icicles have fallen and you move over the frozen lake even more carefully. Once you've finally arrived, you change from ice skates back into your hiking boots and walk towards the door. But great, it's just a fake door. You feel desperate for a moment. Have you come all this way for nothing? Then you notice several colourful marks on the rock face in front of you. Are these climbing holds? In fact, the wall is covered with them. And there at the top, is that another hatch in the ceiling? Luckily, you have some climbing experience and quickly reach the top, but you could have guessed it. You need three more numbers to open the hatch. You climb down and look around more closely. This seems to be the private boulder wall of your host. You do find a whole range of suggested routes to be practised here. Some of them seem to contain quite a risky stretch. On the other hand, if the person that constructed it wears such enormous shoes, he probably won't be of the small variety. Yeti. But this doesn't help you find the correct code. Luckily, on the thick mat, you find another clue. Open door 16. Haha. <laughs> okay, so there's a picture of the climbing wall with all the different footholds and handholds and surprise surprise there's red blue and yellow which are the three number three colors on the code um generator thing and there's lots of numbered pictures that contain like sort of geometric shapes or roots there's a card with some numbers on and an actual bit of string an actual bit of uh, well climbing rope i guess so we've got 11, right, there's a sequence, 11, 12, 2, 3, 16, and a picture connecting, so hang on, rope, huh, 11, 12, 2, 3, 16. Oh, I wonder, it's got a picture, connect the doors, like there's a picture of a piece of rope connecting two doors. I wonder if those numbers are, if I have to actually join the doors on the actual advent calendar. So hang on, 11, oh! And then the geometric shapes, ah, oh, yes, right, I join up the doors and then the angles it makes corresponds to one of the pictures inside the room on the wall and that gives me the number I need for the code, any money. So, 11, 12, 2, 3, 16. 
11 to door 12 straight up and then to door 2 like that and then to door 3 and then to door 16 so that makes that sort of shape which is 2 that is a 2 right first one is 2 then 11 12 1 4 6 15 so that's like a zigzaggy shape I think it's number nine. I think that's number nine. That corresponds with pattern number nine. So what? Two, nine. And then the last one. 11, eight, yeah. 11, eight, one, four, 16. So that is eight. So two, nine, eight is my prediction for the code. That way, Y square L. Yes, easy peasy. Too good, just too good at this. See you tomorrow. The 17th of December. You pull yourself through the hatch just as your tired arms begin to fail. Be on the safe side, you push the hatch shut with your legs to make sure you won't accidentally fall down again. Suddenly, your senses are on high alert. Is there another person in here? Adrenaline, fl uh, adrenaline floods through you. Is it time for the big showdown? Immediately, you are ready for action. Muscles tense. The other person also seems to notice you and stares at you with wild eyes, but then you recognise your mistake and yourself. Is it your reflection? That was just your reflection. Hey. Uh, I, was gonna, I, I thought it was Bigfoot. We can't whatever. have the showdown and on day <laughs> 17, can we? Slightly more relaxed now, you look around properly for the first time and see a magnificent hall. There's a lot down here, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Mirrors everywhere with elegant pillars in between. Oh. On the ceiling hang chandeliers and even the floor is polished to a high gloss, like some crazy mountain version of Vers Versailles mirror room. How much time and money would it have cost to furnish a room like this? So don't I think it is Bigfoot. <laughs> I think it is Bigfoot. It's not made for sigh. You move through the hall in amazement and then realise that it's not as huge as you first thought. Oh, well, not all the mirrors, all the mirrors will make <laughs> oh, it look bigger, won't they? Right. The mirrors are so clearly placed from every yeah. angle that they fool you into seeing a larger room. Obviously. Obviously. Really impressive. You try a few dance steps for fun and bump straight into a mirror. Ugh, you look pretty tired and dirty in comparison to the elegant hall. No wonder you didn't recognise yourself immediately. So how will you get out of here? Oh no, we've got a mirror thing, haven't we? After a systematic search you finally find a puzzle card in front of one of the pillars perhaps your luck will change and you will find your way out or at least find a marvellous bathroom with a spa pool to clean yourself up doubt it open door 17 there is one riddle card okay it's got to have something to do with a mirror or a reflection or something That's symmetrical oh, oh. The pillars are in the... Oh, yes, it is a very nice little illustration of this room. Right, so Okay, we've just got a simple riddle. Okay. All these doors are quite a sight, opening from left to right, but a difference you can figure, find the code from small to bigger. What? Okay, easy, easy. Some of them open the other way, look. Okay. So number six okay, so opens... Six. Oh, wait, all these doors are quite a sight, opening from left to right. But so with... that's from left to right, so that one isn't. So all the ones... Which all ones? All the ones that are right to left. Well, there's more. There's loads. Don't yeah. open them all. No, but um, only the ones we've already done. Oh, only the ones we've done. Well, surely. So which ones open this way? Oh, do they all open that way apart from number six? Is number six the only one that doesn't? Uh, yeah. Number six is the only one that doesn't. Okay. So what does that mean? Oh, no. And that one. Oh, 11. 11. 6, 11. So maybe we don't... Okay, because so they open from left to right. Right. All these doors are quite a sight. Opening from left to right. That's a difference you can figure find the code from so is there a difference between 6 and 11 difference hang on what's on the other side of 11 a snowball snowball and then we've got stripes there no okay but so all the 
others open the other way. So what if from small to bigger? So what? One, two. If we've only got two doors. Well, no, but you see, these open from left to right, left to right. So we don't yeah. want those, do we? We want the other one. Right. So any ones that aren't. So. So what? One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. No, that can't be right. Thirteen. There's fourteen. Well, it would be these ones, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, 16 and seventeen. 17. Hmm. A difference you can figure, find the code from small to bigger. Hold on, okay. What about small to bigger? So, I can say is there, do you add up the rows? Like, I don't know. Don't, you don't go one to two, two to three, three to oh, mm, oh, no. From small to bigger. No, I don't know. Clue in the, is there anything in the room that can help us, or is it literally just mirrors? Oh, what's that on the back? Oh, they all add that oh, symbol. They all got that, I think they? The oh, different okay. symbols that's going to be. It's got to be something about why do these doors open the other way? But a difference you can figure from. So six and eleven. The difference is five. Well, it's not one one six, is it? That makes three. But the difference you that figure, find the, the difference code. you figured is that it's these two. Yeah. And the code we're looking for three letters: a one, a one, and a six. But then from small to bigger, shouldn't it be six one one? Oh, okay. So well, should we just try six one one then? It's worth a try. I mean, it could be we're overthinking it for the first time ever. Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes it is like that though on this. Yeah. I don't know why it's that like they're the difference. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two like, doors that go the other way. And it says the difference you can figure. So there's a difference and you're figuring the numbers. It is, yeah. Yes! <laughs> there we go. Di well, oh, no, hang on. Oh, yeah, down. It was down across diamond, diamond, circle. Yes. Yeah. Easy one. Well, there you go. 18th of December, after the easiest one ever. Awesome. A secret door was hidden in one of the pillars, of course. Of course. You climbed down the narrow spiral staircase. Your mental request for a bathroom was unfortunately not granted. Still, you can't hold back an appreciative whistle. The next room looks like a railway basement. Wow, the landlord seems to be a bit of a crackpot. Hang on, what is a railway basement? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know. The, oh, a railway... Well, I don't know. Here we go. The hobbies he pursues are pretty specialised like and expensive model railways. too. Both the elegant hall and this model railway uh, okay. must have cost a pretty penny. Really impressive. It looks almost as if the landlord had simply taken part of the winter landscape from a mini wonderland. Now, where to next? You look around for the next puzzle and find a combination lock on the gigantic closet on the left side of the room. Your gaze returns to the model railroad. Your fingers itch to play. Even if you don't really have time for games, you just have to have... A quick drive. You grab the conductor's cap, but it fails. Sorry, I'll say that again. You grab the conductor's cap, but it falls so low over your forehead that you hang it right back up. Then without a cap... Because it's big, because it has to fit a Yeti. Hmm, don't know. You start the train and get moving. Open door 18 and one riddle card. Ah, oh, let's see this model railway then, shall we? Oh, ah, oh, it's well nice. Carriages right. have all got codes and oh, letters and stuff. Oh, God, here we go. So I've got traffic lights and stuff. Right. It's just a series of traffic lights and things on here right so it says start so it's it's on green can i see the picture oh, the like... switch is pointing to green okay so all those little houses are on the are there any traffic lights no well each house is going to be a number right so is it for like forward stop number stop forward or something like that but the houses don't have numbers on them train carriages that do are they in black red green order are you lining up the carriages so each so they're in front of the houses see what i mean i don't know like i I can't see any houses. 
that oh mm. do you see what I mean yeah so I mean so what go to the house and then stop and then go and then stop and then go house house but like mm. there's no words or anything go house stop go stop house house like I can't see specific houses that look like those ones oh really let's have a look then oh I see see what you mean hang on okay let's go for the colours then so we've got black the first house is black right yeah so the only black carriage is number two right then the second house is red right yeah well the train is red it's number one right and then green the only green one is three right but then what is all this green and red bollocks like that seems really odd should i just try two one three i'll give it a go that is okay this is complete opposite to yesterday this is like way too easy and not in a logical way that would not make any sense to me because those all those traffic lights don't make any sense no they're not traffic lights it's the on switch for the train on off on off yeah so hang on that way that way no take that takes us to one we've already opened we've got they're all different colours. Oh, we might have to clue it because... You start the train. Without a cap, you start the train and get moving. So is it something So about... there's a cap and that's the same colour. Are there things in the room that are the same colour as everything? No. Because the cap is the same sort of... I would say it's like number nine, the last carriage. Mm. So does it say without a cap? I like... You grab the conductor's cap, but it falls so low over your head, forehead, that you hang it right back up. Then without a cap, you start the train and get moving. Okay, how about... Okay, let me try a number. So it's go to the second carriage. Hang on, how many got one, two? Okay, so it's go, two, and then what is it? Stop. Yeah, then go. Then go. Then go again. Then go again. Oh no, then stop, sorry. Then hang on. So Right, so go, go black, stop, black, stop, go, stop, red, green, stop. stop go, stop, so that's three. Go again. Mm-hmm. Goes to the four and then stop again. Mm-hmm. And then go again. Well then the red house, the green house, and then stop. Is it about I mean there is a cap on that, I don't know. Just don't see what there is a green thing on the wall like a go thing a go paddle there a... there's a red whistle a red whistle a go paddle yeah i don't know what the i think we have to do a clue just to give us an idea of what even we're looking at here because i don't even oh uh, yeah i don't even right. understand what to do <laughs> we're we 18 right your host has a wonderful model railway there doesn't he you can see it on the calendar sheet 18th of december do you feel the desire to send the locomotive on a trip can you follow the path of the track it travels along Perhaps riddle card R will give you a clue as to how the switches are adjusted and what this riddle is all about. Yeah, but I can't see Hang on, any... Let's look at the tracks then, because that's such a... I mean, you've got... Okay, so the only other Oh! Is... What? Oh, it's on the other side. Bloody hell. Oh, you didn't look. Oh, I didn't look. Oh, <laughs> right, the tracks. Right. Okay. Well, this makes more sense. Now, right. <laughs> uh... start. So we want to go, and then we want to Okay, stop. so we go... No, right, so I'm going along the green. Along the green. And we pass the black house, which is a B. Yeah. And then then we go along the red. Yeah. And we pass. Then we go. Well, then no, we go from. Then we go to the green from the red. Okay, so I've gone down the green. Going. Yep. And then we go to the red. Yep. And then we go past the red house. Red house, and then the green house. Yeah. Oh. Well, where's the green house? Going. Green. Yeah. And then it says go to the red track. Yeah, and that gets me to the end. So B R G. What's that mean then? (laughs) Well, now we've got B R G. (laughs) Okay, we went B R. G. That, that doesn't go under the decoder thing. No. Oh. Oh, blue, red, green. No. Black, red, green. B R G. Oh, okay. Black, red, green. Black, two. Yes. Red, one. Yeah. Green, three. But that's the code we had. <laughs> uh, there's a brown. But then that's the, the, the colours of the houses. That's definitely the right coloured house. 
<laughs> we what? Oh, but there's no number. There's no. We're always going to end up with. Because look, there's L O G. All this other shit. They don't correspond to colours. L O G. We are. Why are these E U S G? Hang on. So B. We ended up with B R G, right? Yeah. Unless I don't know. Could that be the orange house instead of the red? No. These are definitely red. That is red. That's the same red as number one. If I tried I'm really confused. two, six, three. Why? Just in case it's the orange truck. Or the orange truck. No. I think we've done the right thing on the track, though. Do you want to follow just in case? Mm, right. Okay. So we start here and we go down the green. Yep. Choo choo till we get past the first house. Yep. And then we go down the red. So and then, duh, 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 and then we go down the red. Then down the green. And then down the green. Then down the red. And down the red. Till we get to that house. Yeah. And then, then we go past, and we carry on on the red till we go to the greenhouse. Oh, BRS then. BRS. Well, doesn't actually help us then, does it? No. Because you, where did you get the other G from? You carried on I carried right, over right. Mr. Greenhouse. Like so it's BRS. But they don't, what does the, that BRS for for what? Yeah, I don't know. And also, it, it's weird that it finishes that you ca- then you carry on. Why is it telling you to carry on? Then you go from there to the you, red, which is the, the next time you get is this one, and that takes you to the end. There's not a name of colours there or anything. A BRS on that. No. Here is there. Should we do the next clue? I think we have to because I just don't understand. You can see what direction the train is currently travelling in. If it reaches a switch, you can look at the riddle card to see how this is adjusted. You therefore know which route the train will take. You do not have to pay attention to all the switches either. This is because the train can sometimes only take one direction. Okay. But what do the images of the houses mean? Perhaps the letters next to the houses mean something. It may be that you have to first take into consideration all the black houses along the route. After the fourth switch, the red houses then appear to be important oh so uh, okay right okay i get it i get it i get it right. yeah so here we go we're doing so we're going along on the green right yeah b b no you've gone wrong because you're supposed to go down the red so you're going down the green yeah b b and then you, and go, you down go down the, the red. red l right and then you go down the green b l u blue right blue so it's blue first what is the what number is blue blue is nine okay now let's start again uh and do it so green we're going on the green past the first red house no you've gone the wrong way going along the green right you did we got as far as blue yeah and then okay then go green i think you have to start again though but we'll try green to red and then you finish you see it no you missed a bit you missed a bit you did do it again but just do the red houses yeah but you don't need to count the red houses until after that right no i don't think so i think you just carry on I think you do green, red, green, right. until you get to the... B, L... No, you, you, have we done that? You, yeah, 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 yeah. E. Yeah, I think you start again. No, I don't think you do. Okay. So wait, we did green, red, green. Green, red, green. So then it's red, and we count the red houses. So R, E, D... Which is one. Yeah, is one. Nine, one. Yeah, and then... And then it's the green houses. Carry on. G, R, E, Y. Grey. Grey, which is seven nine Nine, one one. seven seven yeah that's got to be it got a good feeling about this okay diagonally down to the left Mm -hmm. left Mm -hmm. diagonally up to the left l diamond plus yay okay that was quite clever one frustrating but that was clever yeah okay cool 
the 19th of December. The closet is probably something of a magical passageway. That, that wouldn't be my immediate assumption <laughs> for a closet. At least it looks much bigger on the inside. This is one really impressive walk-in wardrobe. You look through the compartments of clothes and accessories with interest. Very few seem appropriate for everyday life. Okay, some of it could be worn by a massive hermit in the high mountains. Yeti! Mm, gigantic snow goggles, snowshoes, hiking boots and backpacks. Please turn over so we've got this weird picture thing here. Don't know what that's about. Yeah, at least yeah. it's telling us to turn over yeah. this time. <laughs> but most of it reminds you of a fancy dress shop. Is the owner a confessed carnivalist? There are numerous full body costumes. A superhero costume, a pink rabbit suit, a diving outfit. In between there is a hula grass skirt. Oh. You were right about your assumption of your captor's height. The clothes here could fit a half giant. In the corner of the room is a sewing machine with a swatch of fabric ready to sew. And there next to it is a lint brush bristling with white hair. Yeti fair. <laughs> Here you finally find a clue. Apparently you're supposed to help your host sew. Oh god. Probably best to start by cutting out the red fabric. Behind num door number 19 is one riddle card S. Right, gives us the scissors. I'll cut out the I reckon square, we're going to yeah. have to do some origami folding or something. Hit folding, isn't it? Yeah. Right, you cut out the square. Oh. In this room, we've got the Yeti's wardrobe. Mm. There's all the clothes hanging on the rail. There's baubles on this picture. Are there any baubles? No. Mm. And we've got the riddle card, uh, which tells us what to fold. All right, so, so all wait. we've got to do is fold. Easy, okay. Well, I, was, I assume. Right, what does it say? So we start oh, by... Red side, red side up here. Uh, no. Okay, so we need to make the red bauble touch. So we've got to make that touch that. Yeah. Okay. And then that to that. Right, okay. So there's so coloured baubles on the sheet and it, so the far, they, clue yeah, card tells you what. it over. So we've sort of made a bit of a cone shape here. A kite. A kite. Uh, then the that's got to touch that. Green grass, so that's up. So it's sort of like a triangle. I guess it goes to there. Uh, yeah, okay. Then... Like a little boat. Uh, turn over maybe. It's got the grey baubles yes, on the side there. Yes, grey to grey. Grey to grey. Oh, grey to grey that way. Oh, I suppose it doesn't matter, does it? Okay. And then there's one, a green with yellow stripes. Got an orange or a purple. That's all I got. Huh. Oh, no. You got green with yellow stripes. Oh, do we undo it then? Hold on. Yes, there. Green with yellow stripes is there, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Then purple to purple, and then yellow to yellow. What the hell have I made? Unfold. No, you did you do yellow to yellow? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then cut. Cut where? Is, it, is there a line? Oh, there. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Okay, once I've cut it, I've cut it. Is that definitely, that's a dotted line? Yeah, it's a dotted line. God, this could all go very, very wrong. Okay, so is that the only dotted line? That's the only dotted line. Okay, well then unfold. unfold. God, what mess have we created? Oh, yeah, it could be a number. And then from large to small. What does large to small mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you've cut a hole out of it. Large to small. When We've done lots of large to smalls on here, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, is that an eight? And is it, oh, no, because... Large to small. Are we supposed to be seeing three numbers here? I don't know. Okay, the only weird bit that went wrong was this... Uh, um, stripey one. Well, no, but you pushed one. them together, and that was the only dotted line. Unless we should have unfolded it a bit more bit by bit, so you sort of saw as it came undone. But there's no numbers on it, so, like, what? Oh, no. I'm just thinking... No, there's nothing in 
the room. Let's have a look. Oh, I thought this would be easy. Oh, no, you idiot. There's more than that. More. I mean, there's more. Look, there's a dotted line around the candy cane. Yeah, but it wasn't visible. Oh. Look, I'll, I'll read them out and you fold it up again, okay? Yeah, okay. Okay, so red to red. Bop. Blue to blue. Bop. Green to green. Bop. Uh, grey to grey. Yep. We're green stripey to green stripey. Yep. Purple to purple. Yep. And yellow to yellow. Yep. And then cut out what is visible dotted. Is there more? I can see the bit around the end of the candy cane. Oh, okay. I don't know how a tiny bit like that is going to make any kind of difference. <laughs> Anything different. <laughs> Unless you just sort of fold it unfold. But then if you were just cutting it out as you were unfolding, I mean, <laughs> could that be a... S- <laughs> what number are you looking at? I don't know. Is it like 801 or 807? What does it say? From largest to small. I think eight. 870 or 81. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So wait, hang Don't on. Don't if it is. Yeah, okay, I see what you mean. That's more likely eight to be a 7, zero isn't it? Zero 07. Yeah. Doubt it. Where are we? 19. So we go up, we go down, and then we go diagonal that way. Plus. Oh, no. 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 It's the 7. So wait, hang on. Let's. Maybe that's a 1 then instead okay, of let's a. Try that. So we go up, we go across, and then we go down that way. No, that takes us back to where we were. From large to small. Okay, I see that can be an eight. Eight something. It's not seven. I don't know. Do we, do we clue it? I mean, well, like, we've well, cut the thing, thing up do. now. It's going to be, like, the third clue, because the first clue's going to tell us yeah. to fold it. Yeah. Second one's going to tell us to cut stuff out. We were doing so well, and now we've had... Now we're having a rubbish one. Okay. Um, but you've cut a bit out here, though. Yeah, because that was the bit... When it's folded, that was the bit of the... What does that do? I don't know. I'm doing it. Riddle card S looks like handicraft instructions. You need to place the same coloured Christmas baubles on top of one another seven times before then cutting along the dashed lines in the eighth step. You then need to unfold something before sorting something from large to small. But what? Have you already taken a look at the colourful image on the calendar sheet? Yes. We've yes, we've seen that. Cut the red square out. On the square you'll find a number of small images of Christmas baubles. There are always two of the same colour, one of which is particularly shiny. Look for the two red Christmas baubles and place the shiny one on top of the other. Oh shit. What? Shiny first and that. Well I wasn't looking if it was a shiny one or not. I was just so there might be in different. Well, no, we were shiny one on top. Shiny one on top. I did I do that for all of them? Because I, I just, just matched them up. Shiny one on yeah, but it wouldn't matter because as long as they press together, whichever way you have it, one would be on top of the other. Okay, I might just double check. Look for the, yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks like it should be folded, right? And very handy guidelines are even drawn on. So carefully follow the instructions, which we did. Once you've folded everything neatly, you'll be left with a small Santa Claus, as shown in the picture. Oh. Oh, shit. That's not... (laughs) What have we done, then? Okay, well, something's gone wrong. Is that his arms? No, it's supposed to look like that. What? Oh, almost. Hold on, where's this picture? What the hell? (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Let's just ignore what we've cut. Let's try this again. Right. Let's have a look at this picture. Yeah. But so that we've got not a Santa. Right. So shiny to shiny. So shiny to that one. Yeah. Shiny to that one. Shiny to there. Grey and grey is unless ah oh, you're supposed to go like that rather than all of it. You see. Uh, That's okay. what I think I've done wrong. Right. Okay. Because then yeah you go back up there 
Yeah. And then you go across there and across there. And again, something still up. Does that make a Santa Claus? Well, do you know Where's what? The face, head? face should be there, I think. I don't know, that grey one didn't... Yeah, okay, there he is. Right. Got him there. So can we see any other dotted lines that I haven't cut? The rest of the candy cane. The rest of the candy cane. That's the only bit we've done wrong there. So that makes a three. So we have the eight and the zero. It's just oh, there would have been... We just had a half three. a three. I don't know what happened there. So, plus circle diamond. Take a photo. Yeah. Um, I can't even see it. Plus circle diamond. So that's number 20. So that was just a folding. It was just one fold. I don't know what happened there. A dodgy fold. One fold out. Okay. Never mind. Okay, 20th of December. It takes a while for you to discover the door behind all the costumes. I swear it's like a door behind a door behind a mm. door down here. What kind of place is likely to be hidden behind it? And if we assume the occupant uses the walk-in wardrobe to get dressed up before he goes outside, the exit could be very close by. So I don't think that's Bigfoot. Maybe it's Santa. However, as you open the door with the code, you are disappointed. You are still not outside. Instead, you're in a post office. Mm, Santa. It could be Santa. There are stacks of presents, parcel boxes and letters. Okay, maybe it's Santa. The good old post clearly seems to be some importance. Which is off his costume, maybe. Okay. Clearly seems to be some importance here in the solitude of the mountains. You discover a wooden door. The room appears to keep going behind it. Of course, it is barricaded, but someone has pinned a letter to the wood. You begin reading quickly. You have done very well thus far. I hope you like my escape room. Have you noticed that Christmas is quickly approaching? As you can see from my little gallery, I have several friends and relatives that I would like to give presents to. Please help me get the parcels ready so that they can arrive on time. Once you've got all the presents together simply use my practical pneumatic postal system my pride and joy perhaps you will find my clue for the next numerical numerical lock as you work intrigued you look at the gallery more closely and for a moment you are stunned from a distance the images look like people with fur hats but that looks like like you can't deny what you see yes they are yetis yes snow people okay it's not big fur a small hysterical laugh bubbles out of you the situation is so weird why are you so surprised now you come to think of it, it all begins to make sense. The white fur on the sofa, the huge ice skates, the oversized conductor's hat. Good heavens, how could you have just missed all the signs? I didn't. And the remote house in the mountains, even the name Rainhold, now sounds familiar to you. You shake your head in disbelief. Will the presents heading for Nepal actually arrive in time for Christmas? Open door yeah, 20. that's my one, worry. One riddle card. Uh, okay, there's nothing on the back of this one, okay? Okay, well, we have a picture of the post room. Oh, right. There are the snow people pictures on the wall. There's the magical pneumatic postal system. Right. And, like, a desk with, like, envelopes and presents and stuff. Okay, and what have we got on the card? Cool, there are already presents here. You should take a closer look at them. That's all it says. Oh, God, right. So how the hell? Let's have a look here. It says, what? Cool. Yeah, there are already presents here. You should take a closer look at them. I'm wondering, oh, do we have to dig out all the cards oh, and find the presents? God, yeah. Because, yeah, but how does that relate to numbers? Well, I don't know. Maybe we find oh. that particular one. Okay, should I go through? How many, how do you know which ones are which? Were they on all of them? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I know. I think I've got it. I think they'll spell out. Oh, uh, they might spell out numbers. They'll spell them out, won't they, for okay. each one. Just be careful not to open any doors that we shouldn't. No, in order. So, listener, all the riddle cards have a picture of a present on the back. So we suspect we are having to look at all the previous riddle cards. And I think they'll make a word. Because it did answer. tell us not to throw anything away, didn't it? Oh, and that would make sense because we can because some of them had more than one, so there's duplicates of letters, right? 
right? Oh, right, okay. Is right, that all of them? them? That is all of them, yeah. Oh, no. Right, okay. Oh, no. no, no, it's just... Okay, so... Right, so hang on. Right, Wait, I'll, I'll look at the presents. So, what are they? Should we get them all the same together? Okay, this plan will rapidly fall apart if none of them are the same. Okay, well... Maybe certain ones are needed and certain ones aren't, because... Okay, so... Okay, well... Put them all in piles to the same one first. Okay, I but will go, I will tell you what's on the picture here. Do you think they're going to be the same colour? Because look, these two are the same, and those two—they're the same kind. They're yeah, just different that colours. One, that one with green is actually a picture here. Ah, okay. But there isn't a picture of the other one there. Oh no, there is. Yeah, they're all there. For example, those two are the same, but different colours. So there's presents on this picture in the box. So do we think there's going to be eight different types? One, two, three, four, five, six. Or, or do we only need eight? Oh well, this one is at the. This one's upside down. It's a W then, maybe instead of. Oh yes, and if it's a W, there's only one number that has a W in it. Two. Two. Okay, well, so right, I've grouped them so all by. What, what should we do then? Look at each present or the order, because there's eight different presents. Do you want to get the exact ones and just see? Yeah, okay. Okay, so the first one is round. Yep. Uh, it's spotty with green ribbon. Spot- one. That one, yellow yeah. spots, green yeah. ribbon. Okay. Is there any others of that? Nope. Or, okay. Like, they're all they're all okay. different. There's no duplicates. Yeah, the second one is square yellow with a red ribbon. Or like a sort of rectangular, this one here. Yellow with a red ribbon, uh-huh. And the next one is sort of rectangle green stripes with a red ribbon. This one here. Green stripes, red ribbon. Uh, and then it's blue rectangle with a yeah this one that one and then it's red circle with a yellow ribbon that, that one yeah. yeah then it's a silver circle with a brownie thingy ribbony this one at the bottom this that one, one yeah the upside then down it's square stripy red with a orangey bow uh, uh, sort of it's that one but it's stripy with an orangey bow yeah can't see it there at all no okay and then the next one is a sort of bottly one which green green struck that one yeah oh no but with a yeah that's it yeah yeah there is one missing okay but let's have a look anything a b c d e what are you doing f seeing if we've missed a door g h i j k l m n yes we're doing it i cut one up completely m n o p q r s t no we've got them all okay right unless we do circular ones together do they spell something hang on we've got eight different sides just the presents there. But the T one, look. Okay, cool. There are already presents here. You should take a closer look at them. I mean, it doesn't spell anything, does it? Well, I mean, no. Not immediately. I mean, using those letters, we could make But we've got two. one missing, though. That's true. Can I have a look? Unless it's this one. I forgot. Right-hand side. What? Where's our door? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you're right. It's like a... Definitely not there, is crimson... it? Crimson... Yeah, that's weird. Definitely no others. No. Um, There's no missing letters. Yeah, let's just have a look at... Oh, there it is. Ah, right. An O or th- what's a three? Should we ignore the numbers? Yeah, I guess. So, those are all the ones that are in the room. Just trying to see if I can make a number... Two. No, I'm just looking at how they're grouped here. We found them in order, didn't we? Mm. So the circle one, A, and then they've got A, T, and then the... E, eight. Oh, eight. Ah, then the next one is... The next one is the blue O, and then the round with the gold ribbon. O, zero, eight, O. O, eight, O. And then the white one, one, W-O-N, right? Eight, O, one. Easy, there we go. Ah... 
1801. And I see we were looking for them to be conventionally spelled, but they were phonetically spelled. Right, you got where we are? Mm-hmm. Down, right, diagonally down, right. Diamond, diamond plus diamond. diamond. Yes. yes. There we go. Still shaking your head, you open the next door. Oh, what, shit. What date is it? Oh, it's the 21st of December. No one would ever believe that Yeti personally put you in an escape room and demanded that you send parcels to all of his relatives. I forgot about that. You push the door open further and have to immediately close your eyes. Is that the sun? In fact, there is a window and the sun appears to be rising. Have you really been in here for that long already? Well, haven't we been in here for 21 days? <laughs> You've lost all sense of time. Shouldn't you actually have needed to sleep at some point? Presumably, the adrenaline has completely suppressed that. In just a few steps, you're out the window. Outside the landscape is untouched. Everything is wrapped in fresh snow. You must still be a long way from the village, but now you really want to get out. The window has no handle, but there's still the door with combination lock. Obviously. What else? You take a closer look at the room. The binoculars and notebook lead you to the conclusion that the Yeti, in addition to all of his hobbies, also likes watching animals. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. As you lift it, a note falls out of the notebook. It says, lead each animal to its den. Each of them must perform their movement in full or choose the alternative. What a strange clue. Oh god, this is complicated, I know. Behind you you'll find four riddle cards and I've got this grid thing on the back of here as well, so... Okay, so we've got to get each animal to its home and they can only move in a certain way. Oh, easy, this is like a logic puzzle. I imagine. We've got four. Right, and in this book, though, this book, this room, so there's four different footprints. There's a rabbit, a deer, a fox, and a stoat or a weasel. Right. And there is one field where they have all been. Oh, so if each animal goes on a route, there's one square that they all cross, I think. I don't know where they're supposed to go. Well, we haven't looked at the riddle cards yet. So, hang on. Right, we've got one card for each animal. So, I guess we track... I guess we just go through each one in turn, right? Okay, give it a go. So, here we go. Do you, If I read it out and then you plot it. Do it in pencil. Okay. Right, so where am we starting from? So we've got the fox, which is the, uh, this, this dude. Right. So the fox always moves one west and one south. But if that's not possible, if that's, that's not, not possible, possible yeah. then it just moves one south. And the fox can't go through mountains or the river. So that's one south, but is that west? Then what? Right, he would have to go over the bridge, wouldn't he? So that must be his house. So that's his house. Okay, that's okay. easy enough. Okay, the next one, the deer. Uh, that's the little cloven hoof yeah. thing. So it always goes three west yeah. and three north. But if that's not possible, then it goes one field north. Three west, three north. That's not possible, so it goes three north. Uh, one north. One north. Three, three west. west. Three, three north. north. If that's not possible, which it's not, it goes one north. So that must be the deer's house. Fine. The weasel, this dude, yeah. always goes two south and two east. But if that's... Oh, okay, hang on. This is complicated if he can't do that. So two south, two east. Two south. So it would be that one. And then two east. And then he, uh, he can go over water, though. Right. So. so so two south and then two east. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, no, he can't go over rocks. Yeah, but that's his home, is it? Oh, no, no. sorry. So. Two south, two... Oh, hold on, two... So that's not possible. Hold on a second. Two south. Two east. Two east. Two two south. Two east. Two south. Two east. Not possible. So when it's not possible, he goes one north and then two east. There, fine. Cool. The last one is the rabbit. Mm. He goes two north and one east. No water. Can't go over water. So when that's not possible, he goes one east. Two north? Uh-huh. Two east, is one it? One east. So that's the rabbit's house. Right, now what, now what do we need to work out? So, so we've tracked all their routes. 
and it just says there is one field where they have all been. So is it that one? Or did they all go over that one? Yeah, it's got to be that one. So, so what? <laughs> well, that's what I don't... Right, so we've plotted all their routes, but that's what I don't get. There is one field where they've all been, and that's got a one on it. Right. But we need three numbers, don't we? That's all the info we got. Look, there's the note that says there's one field where they've all been. A, B, C. Is there more than... Is there three where they've all been? I don't think so. So they've been well, there no, as well. No, no, but he went over the river, remember? The stoke went over the river. So he hasn't been on that space. What does one mean then? Lead each animal to its den, which we did, and they don't. Uh, it's not going to make. That doesn't make a number. That, oh, or shoot in pen to see something else. Well, I mean, the only. I'm only thinking that could be a four, couldn't it? Oh, although, does, could that mean? What's that? Look, it's got a red X. Yeah. Is it another one? You know, like before, where what we. What are these? That means oh. he can't go over water. Yeah, they're red X's, you see. Because he can go over water. That's why he went across the river. So what were you saying about that red X? Well, I was thinking maybe you know, like before with that um, match games room where we shaded in all the ones that didn't where none of them had been yeah but then I don't know what kind of pattern that would make that's not going to make numbers is it do you include the water as well hmm should we clue I think we're going to have to but it would be like clue three because we've done yeah it's got to be it's something does that no let's clue I can't like I we've got to we've, we've done but right here we go on the calendar sheet you'll find a map you can draw the movements of the animals on it the images on the wall in room 21 show you which animal starts where you'll find Find the rules according to how each animal moves on one of the four riddle cards. You have to get every animal to a cave. However, the important thing is not which animal ends up in which cave, but something else. But what? You will also find the answer in room 21, which has got to be this. So each riddle card shows how the animal moves. Riddle card says, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one complete movement step. If he cannot perform that movement step fully, he travels just yeah. one field. Yes, yes, yes. In addition, you can see that the wolf can't go on the mountains or the waters. Fine. Have you entered the movements for all the animals? Yes. Then you need to find a field where all the animals have been. Yes, this only applies to a single field. So this post, the post-it note on the floor. Oh. Oh no. Are we literally being that stupid? If that's the one where they've all been. Yeah. So we just need that, that, and that. Five, nine, zero. The three near it. Oh, really? Okay. Is that what it is? Well, I think so. I'm going to okay. leave it at clue two. Five, five nine, nine, zero. zero. Oh, oh my that's god, very we're annoying. so dumb. Up. Across, down, plus square star. Yes, yes that's what it was. Idiots. Almost at that last hurdle. 22nd December. That's impossible. You were so sure that the door would lead you to the outside, and now you find yourself back in a dark hole. You want to howl with anguish like a wolf, but the yeti appears to watch your every move. If the windows were not barred, you'd simply break it and leave. Meanwhile, your eyes have got used to the darkness of the next cave a little. A mysterious glistening arouses your curiosity. As you wait for your eyes to become completely used to the gloom, you curiously examine a pinboard on the wall. Fastened on it are some images of gemstones that are magnificent to look at. You're no expert, but escape might have been premature if you could at least take some treasure with you. Then you discover another clue. The spade seems to stare at you. Wait, spades that stare? You rub your eyes. Perhaps tiredness is starting to overwhelm you. Unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be any coffee here. Then fucking everything else. <laughs> you shake yourself and grab the spade. Perhaps a bit of early morning exercise will get you back into shape. Now open door 22. Ooh, this story gets weirder and weirder. What's in 22? Riddle card. Picture of a spade. What should you do with a spade? Listen to the plans I've laid. Hidden things are buried away. Way, waiting to be uncovered today. Okay, we've got some 
Okay, right. We've got some gemstones on the wall. Purple one is number two. Yellow one is number one. And the green one is number three. But look. Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three. That grid, that's a map of the all the doors, isn't it? Right. So is there something... Have we got to dig between? Because look, the X's are between ah, the doors. Okay, so between 10 and 11. So one, two. There. Oh, no. Bet- between, between these two. Well, should we rip it and see? Should we do it? Yeah. <gasps> number one. Okay. With a... What is that? That's the yellow gemstone, right? Gemstone, okay. And... Oh, there's only one other one. No, there's two more. Oh, well, it's, well, it's this side as well, then. Okay. Oh, I feel bad ripping the box. <laughs> number eight. So, wait, hang on. Yellow is one. Number eight is the green, green one. And then... Is it down one, here? So? I can't one, remember. Two, one, two, three. This one here. Oh, no. <laughs> three with a purple stone. Is that it today? That is such an easy one. But then one what order? Is. So, the yellow one is first. One. The purple one is second. Three. And the green one is third. Eight. So one, three, eight. Easy. Yeah, but that's only because some people would have been like, oh my god, do we rip the box in between the things? What did I say? One, three, eight. One, three, eight. We had to rip between the doors on this one, listener. It's very traumatic <laughs> for Mark, as you can hear. Oh, it just ruins the box, doesn't it? The box is already ruined. We've cut it to bits. We've ripped it. Um, right, where were we? 22. We go up. We go that way. And then we go that way again. Y, O, Y. Yes, that is it. You climb the ladder to the hatch in the ceiling. What's the date? You did this two oh, days ago. sorry. 23rd of December, <laughs> of course. Of course. The metal hatch slams to the floor as you push it open. You pull yourself up and find... <laughs> Shut up. You pull yourself up and <laughs> find yourself face to face with a tiger. Oh, no. In shock, you almost fall back down into the excavation cave. You hold your breath and then notice the tiger does not blink. Phew. Luckily, only a tiger skin rug. That's still not very tiger nice. Tiger skin rug. <laughs> um, you climb to the top... Let the metal hatch fall shut and hope you don't trip over the tiger's head. Now that would be too much of a cliche. You look up and your next thought is purely wow. A little later you add, what a para- panorama. <laughs> I don't say paranormal. What a paranormal. Through a huge pane of glass you see the stunning snowy slopes. The sun is still low. You could willingly spend time staring at the view, but you're not crazy enough to develop Stockholm Syndrome. You pull yourself together and concentrate on your real goal. You want to get away from here. Your stomach growls in agreement and urges you to hurry. Your host could really have provided better service. On the bar, there are only a few open bottles with somewhat dubious contents and an empty bag of pretzel sticks. Your last hope is a cookie jar, but in it you only find a stuffed toy mousse and a funny cardboard card. You are hungry enough to consider eating the card when you remember that you might need to get out of here. Why would you eat a card? Curiously, you examine the panorama again, and particularly the many small flags in front of it. Oh, uh, here we go. I thought we were done with the flags. So we've got two riddle cards and four strange items today. Okay, we've got some... We've got two, like, stands to okay. put things in, and... I thought it said four... Oh, no, we have... We've got... Moose triangle with two stands. A moose. An actual moose. We're going to have to look oh through something. Oh, I hate look these through. ones. Right, anyway, this... There's a card with a little hole cut in it, and I reckon we're going to have to look through and see what flags we can see. Maybe. What about the moose, though? Would you think maybe you put it? It will tell you to put it on a different door and see what you can see or something. Anyway, right, let's have a look. So yes, okay, we've got a picture. So pop the moose in a in one of these plastic stands. These, they both got triangle things there, though. Yeah, no, I'm following the picture. Oh right, actually, we've says got a picture. Oh, okay, you do it then. 
Right, so we're gonna we're gonna pop a moose there in that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, and look, so you put the moose on these starting points. Right. And then you hold this up and look through. Right. So hang on, we've got the moose there and the little triangle here. So we stand that there, and right. you have to look through. And I guess the moose. What? See what the moose is pointing to. See what the moose is. What? Okay. Mm, this could go wrong. Oh, this is bound to go wrong. Right. So right, that the triangle is in place. Yeah. So it seems we're getting to the end and many things will change. The way to it is hard, my friend, but not beyond your range. Keep this card to find your way. Don't wander from the path. You'll know you found the destination if a fire burns in the hearth. And then it, we've got some symbols. So, right, hang on. There's a picture I'm going to look through. You'll know you found the destination if a fire burns in the hearth. So what can you see? Well, I don't know. I don't know how far a... away, like how close to the triangle am I supposed to look. I can just see. Well, if I'm really close, mm. I can see the glove, like Reinhold's glove. Right. No if, flags nearby or anything. No. I'm too low for flags. But I'm then. I'm just trying to work out how do we translate these into numbers. Yeah, I don't know. Because these are symbols. How do you translate them either into to symbols or to. Well, because look, so you've got the image there. So that's like. So perspective should make the moose be. Oh, yeah. If you go way back, does the moose take over the whole mountain? And then can you see something? Oh, no. Because on there, the shadow of it is massive. Should I shine a light? Is that an eye or should I shine a light through it? I mean, it's a picture of an eye, but can you make a shadow? Does that help? Put the torch... I can't use my phone because it's recording. Put the torch on your phone. Oh, the card's in the way. Oh, hang on. How is the phone... Oh, Oh, it's the card. We almost had moose shadow. I think... Wait, hang on. The light is coming directly from... So... Yeah, what are we going to get from that? Maybe if I... That's sort of at an angle. Like, let's pretend... What's the point in the triangle, though? I don't know. I mean, we could make, we could angle this and make the moose point at whatever we wanted. Put the triangle back. Well, I think your eyes are better than mine. Will you come, you come sit here and see if you can see through the? Because like looking through that. Oh, I mean, well, his snout is pointing at the two, but then if I angle my face, he can be pointing at pretty much anything I want him to. Let me try moving him to a different place, like the other next spot along, and see if that changes. Well, that again, his antlers are pointing to the black. Right. But that's only because I'm only one. And that doesn't. Hang on, I, like, I don't know how we. How we get a thing from that? Because it says about the flags, doesn't it? But my other problem, not problem, but well, tomorrow's the last door. We know which door we're going to, don't we? Surely, there's only one door left. Well, yeah, it's definitely the black antlers there. Let's try the next one, because there you're gonna have to be. Well, it's the green. These antlers are on, and then try again. What's the next one? Oh, black, the next one green. was the first one that we put it on. That was really difficult. Couldn't... Oh, sorry. So it's. So that was black, and that was green. That's black and green, and then this one is. Orange? The orange one is the nearest. But then how do we convert those into numbers? Well, what does this... See, on this clue... Seems we get to the end. Um, the way to it is hard, my friend, but not beyond your range. Keep this card to find your way. Don't wander from the path. You know you've found the destination, which is in bold. The destination is in bold. Mm. If a fire burns in the hearth. I can't see a fire. I just don't understand. I don't get what to do with this fucking move. Fire burns in the hearth. Don't wander from the path. Not beyond your range. I mean, it's sort of it's these ones, isn't it? So it's not like something like a shape. Are they supposed to make these shapes? 
But then what? Because actually, are you doing it the other way round, where you're just finding the shapes, you see? Okay, so if we were to go, what, from an L to a circle, but where? These symbols are everywhere, and the moose isn't really... No. The moose isn't really helping. Because, okay, right. we've got symbols here, yeah, and we've got numbers here. Right. Are we still trying to find the numbers? Is that what we're trying to do? Well, I guess Where's so. Where's 25? Well, it's there. It's got to be so that one, know, but... But we know that those are that. Unless it's a trick. We are still trying to find three numbers, yeah? Well, I guess so. There's three places is to put the moose and there's three I'm just thinking look because is there a door with L um, L hexagon triangle on it oh but see there's doors we've ripped off but then is there one with that one has L there's too many things going on in this one I think we need the first clue is going to be put the moose up but let's just say I don't know there's too many things here way too much going on right here we go you don't appear to need riddle card two until later set it aside now take the moose and the triangle fold them along and place each one on the stand yes two figures but where riddle card w1 will reveal this to you can you see the round marks on the box yes place the moose on fields a b and c one after the other if you set the cover of the advent calendar at 90 degrees and then look through the triangle window you should be able to notice something in the gap between its antlers okay well it's this 90 degrees yeah yeah in the gap between it's in the gap because room 23 it says room 23 shows how we can turn these into oh uh, flags there's the flags there's the numbers okay so right. what did we say it was black no orange black green yeah try that so two seven eight okay let's try that two seven oh no eight. hang on that's the wrong green was it that green yeah two seven three okay if it's just that then that's very annoying i didn't realize we had the room as well no i forgot to look in the room the further we go on this the cockier we're getting and the more <laughs> things we're missing aren't we so across down and up again no that just leads us back but the trouble is like my eyesight your eyesight our eyesight is going to be shit moose oh what? no unless we have to do them in that order don't we so it would be oh green orange black green orange black try that so green orange black is three two seven that way that way that way <laughs> but uh, we do you said you know you get there when there's a fire, fire there, there is a so fireplace there. so we are there but look there's another snowball on the inside of the door right so does that mean again do we go because it said what did it say you know oh, you... Are we just there? keep this card to find your way don't wander from the path you know you found the destination if a fire burns in the hearth which it does ah but it's got something to do with these symbols oh Okay, but so so oh zero circle L star matches that. Yeah. So then, so do we convert that circle L star. So hang on, if that so the circle. So do I change the top one yeah, along top here one so it to goes to an L? Yeah. Oh no, well, no, we've done it because look, it does. It already matches that L hexagon triangle. Right. Goes to zero L star. So we this is that is right. We've done it. Well, that's where we are then till tomorrow. Snowball. But, so we write that. So that is that's cute. yeah. So that's twenty four. So that one might be 25th okay so we write so we haven't got a 25 have we well no do, do advent calendars usually have that well i don't know but remember it's 24th is tomorrow so what we write a 24 on this so we write a 24 on that for tomorrow okay well, i don't I... know what we do <laughs> hopefully <laughs> 24th of December. It's Christmas Eve. You look for what feels like an eternity in the panorama bar for something that you can open with the code. Then, of course, you inevitably stumble over the tiger rug head. Luckily enough, the rug shifts and underneath you find a secret hatch. You quickly climb through and land in a dark corridor. The journey is longer than you thought. Hopefully, you can finally get outside now, or at least be provided with a rich breakfast buffet. You think about what you'd like to eat now, and while your mouth is watering, you find yourself in front of a door that can be opened. Hang on, this all looks familiar to you. The wallpaper door slams by 
behind you and is almost invisible in the wall. You're back in the fireplace room. Are you kidding me? You blurt out. Did you miss something when you were here the first time? You turn everything upside down again, but you cannot discover anything significant. You just want to go outside now. Out of sheer desperation, you finally grab the poker and start poking around in the fireplace. That's when you look up at the mantelpiece and see a note. Wait, that wasn't here last time. It says, Welcome back. You're so very close. Did you already check behind the fireplace? In a pinch, you should maybe make the space bigger first and enlarge the passageway. Read the conclusion as, lo- as soon as you found the exit. Well, I mean, is, is it t- telling us we've got to cut the back of oh. this? You read that and does that, is that t- saying to you, rip open the fireplace? Yeah, I think so. Or enlarge the passageway, like, just to come out. That's that sort of thing I need. I'm going to go over back, it. I think that whole back square comes out. <laughs> That's difficult, it's fiddly. Unless it's like this proper just go. Rip it, rip it out, I think. I think that comes out, yeah. Congratulations, you did it. Merry Christmas. You will find your present behind all of these rooms. Oh. So wait, hang on. Hang on a second. What about this on thing one? Was that like a trick trick one? one. Hang on, hang on. Right, read the conclusion as soon as you found... Right, we found the exit. Oh, here we go. You hang the poker back up and wonder how you could get out of here. Was that everything? Suddenly your whole body feels heavy and you sit down again on the large and cosy sofa. You're slowly overcome by exhaustion. You stare into the flames and everything starts to blur. You just have to close your eyes for a moment. If this is a fucking dream... (laughs) (laughs) Silent night... Holy night. Soft music wakes you slowly from your slumber. You feel wonderfully rested and you open your eyes. It's very dim in the fireplace room. The fire has burned down. But instead, candles are now shining all around you, bathing everything in a pleasant glow. While you slept, the Yeti must have decorated. All around you, the room glitters and shines. Garlands of fir branches hang over you. There's even that garland that you made yourself. Oh, that folding thing. There are on the other side there on the other side of the room stands an overcrowded Christmas tree with candlelight reflected in the colourful Christmas balls. The room smells of fur, fresh fur like the tree, not like the dog, cinnamon and vanilla. On the table is a plate of cookies and chocolate covered gingerbread. A few steps later, you're there and grab them. The Christmas flavours explode in your mouth like a firework and your stomach rumbles with joy. There's also a pot of tea on a small teapot warmer and the hot fruity liquid soothes your throat as it runs down. You pour yourself a second cup of tea and with it make yourself comfortable on the sofa. As you turn around, you see a giant banner hanging above the sofa for the first time. Congratulations, you did it. Merry Christmas, you'll find your present behind all of these rooms. A wave of relief washes over you. You've actually finished playing the Yeti's escape room. That must mean you can soon go home. Yeah, let's not forget, we've basically been kidnapped. (laughs) And there is still a present. Childish joy washes over you. But after these arduous stresses and strains in the mountains, you've more than earned a present. As you sip on your tea, you think about where you might find it. But that's easier than some of the other riddles that you had to solve. Behind all of these rooms, you quickly... I reckon we just rip, rip the whole box to bits. Behind all these rooms, you quickly come up with the idea of where you need to look. You've barely held your present in your hands before you're overcome with a sort of melancholy. Is that it? Won't the Yeti even show itself? You shake your head once again. Surely no one will ever believe what you've experienced here. You would definitely be taken straight to the mental institution. But you have to tell someone about it. That reminds you. You still have Reinhold's address in your mind from picking the presents. Perhaps in the next few days, you could visit him and he might believe you. But first, you've got to get out of this damn mountain. A cool breeze flows around your neck and the candles flicker in the room. You shudder for a moment and look around to check it 
isn't the yeti blowing his icy breath on your neck, but no one's there. You grab a log to reignite the fire. You bend down to the fireplace, and just as you're about to drop the wood, you notice something strange on the back of the fireplace. Is that? Right there is an iron step protruding out of the wall, and next to it, someone has attached a plaque. Exit. This leads to the outside. You've actually found the exit. You quickly throw the piece of wood back onto the stack. Freedom at your fingertips. Somehow it still feels wrong to just leave. But if the Yeti had wanted to see you, he would surely have stayed in the fireplace room. You remember the observation chamber. Turn back into the room and shout, Bye! Thanks for the present! (laughs) Thanks for kidnapping me, you fucker! You wait for a few seconds, but there's no answer. So you climb into the fireplace and pull yourself up the step. Your arms start to tremble a bit as you push against a hatch. Finally, one without a combination lock. You carefully open it climb outside into the snow between two rocks. It's already getting dark again. With a dull slam, the hatch closes beneath you and there's nothing in the rock to suggest that there was ever a trap door there. In a small gap in the rock, you can glimpse the flue of the fireplace, but if you didn't know what you were looking for, you wouldn't be able to see it. Something neon-coloured catches your eye at the end of the short gorge. There's all your ski equipment. What luck, the Yeti thought of that too. You quickly get dressed and hope that you can find your way to the village, despite the falling dusk. As you step into the open, snowy landscape, your gaze finds an illuminated church in the distance across the valley. Everything is definitely ready for the Christmas celebrations. Do the people down there know what that a Yeti is so close to them? Maybe they do know, but they take care to keep his secret. You may ask a few inconspicuous questions to see if you can find out, but right now you want to get to the village. You strap your skis onto your boots, take a few deep breaths of the cool, clear air, and then finally race into real and welcome freedom. There you go. Oh, wow. Are you going to rip the box open? Do you need to take a photo before or anything? Well, I think we take a photo after it's all ripped okay. a bit. What is inside? Yeah, but what is inside? What is behind, it? It's got, right, it says behind all these rooms, right? So it's got to be... Like, do we just underneath need... the actual... Underneath it? Rip it all. Is there a picture? Is, uh, it's a picture of the Yeti. I know, oh, you'll be the Yeti. Oh. Hey, there he is. Oh, there he is. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's all broke. <laughs> oh, that's that. Oh, what's this? Oh, no, that's all the other stuff. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations, you've completed the adventure with courage and wisdom and found your way out of the mysterious ice cave. I hereby now declare you a Yeti Knight. And there's the Yeti. The end. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a journey. And, you know, obviously just like thoughts. What were you expecting, first of all, before we even opened it, before we Well, we've played a lot of Exit, haven't we? Yes. So you sort of know what to expect if you have, you know, in the normal Exits, you're looking for a three-digit a lot of the time. Yes. You've got the same kind of riddle card. You're cutting things up. You can be expected maybe to tear things up as well. Yeah. It's not unexpected. And you've got the story as you go along. So all those elements are there. Um, it's just it's broken up day by day Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure of like you know when you open the it's exciting when you open the thing like each, the, door. each door I wasn't sure how how oh, tangible is not the right word but do you know what I mean what kind of stuff is, is there going to be like objects in there uh, or is yeah, it just going to be get. cards yeah, or is yeah. it just going to be paper and pen stuff or stuff to think about I wasn't sure how much was going to be in there for each one I thought it was a one. good mix of really good stuff so some yeah. of them were purely well as you've heard some of them 
were purely just riddle based, but others had objects that you had to. I liked it when you had a bit of rope or the, yeah. the things in there. Yeah. That fucking moose the other day. <laughs> yeah. And like the storyline was, it was okay. It was more just, oh, I've gone through this door and I found this and I found this. It, the more it went yeah, on, it did the less get a little interested. bit sort of surprise, think, surprise. And it was aware of that though, because it was yeah. making comment, you know, like, oh, and surprise, surprise. It's yeah. another combination. But like, I think early on with the first few with the story, we were like, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah, sort of yeah. thing. But by the time you get to the end, you just want to see what cool thing is behind the door to play, basically. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I admit, before we start, like, I just assumed the doors would have numbers. Like, I, in my yeah, head, I was like, exactly. I couldn't think how they were. I just thought it would be just a different riddle to solve. I wasn't even expecting a story to tie it all no. together. I don't know. I just, but because some advent calendars, they're pretty simple, aren't they? Like, I was expecting, I mean, like, I knew this would have puzzles, but I was thinking, okay, just, just 24 puzzles, just a puzzle each yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't expecting it to be It's an actual whole game, yeah. A complicated, not complicated in a bad way, but so complex and the bits. Yeah. Like the one where we had to um, tear in between the doors oh to find God, the yeah. gemstones. Yeah. I like never would have even considered no. that. And I tweeted halfway through the month when we got to, it was after the, um, possibly the one where we had to cut the mountain out. Yeah. And I was just, I said like each time, each new thing, each new bit we have to cut or new way we have to fold mm. it. I'm just like, wow, you can do so much with one box. <laughs> <laughs> but then if you're used, the people that will buy this are the people that are used to playing the normal exits, yes. I guess. So you're going to know. And it's supposed to be a bit of an escape roomy type thing. It's not your average advent calendar, is it? No. So I think people buying it would expect that. It's that type of audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I was just but really all impressed. The, I mean, also, you've got to have the time every day to do it as well. Yeah. Well, because some, I think our thing. quickest one was like five minutes. Yeah, but And some, our longest one was like... Yeah. <laughs> so it is, it's a bit of a, you know, a commitment to say, I'm going to do this puzzle every single day and however long it might take if you're not very good it could be like half an hour yeah yes sorry I've cut myself oh no well I'm not sure I think it's a cut it's like a, a paper cut <laughs> bloody exit advent calendar it's ripped me up but um yeah just and you say that but like people who are going to get this are ones that have played exit games before and I've said this about exit games but like no puzzle during this was I like oh yeah this is the same as the one in the sunken treasure or this is the no this is, not like, at all they're so clever aren't they all the puzzle they're always different and always just start oh, hats off to Inca and Marcus Brand. <laughs> all your hats off. All, all the hats. <laughs> all yeah. your Christmas hats. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was just really, really good. Um, and also I liked because, okay, so how long does it take for a normal exit game? Like two hours, like a whole evening sometimes mm. can be a bit endless. It's nice to have that broken up so you don't get that fatigue No. of, oh, it's this card. Oh, what are we doing now? It's nice to have it, those little bite-sized chunks. I could do one every day. Yeah. So they could do like a yearly calendar. <laughs> you know, like one of those, yeah, tear off a, a year yeah. each day. I suppose you could just doesn't have to be advert. I mean, you could just buy it and play it over a month you could if you be, wanted to. I suppose. But uh, yeah, I agree. I Because like, particularly some of the harder ones, by the time you're into like your second hour, yeah, it's just like fucking look at the clue because I can't like... Exactly. And we did... We did have quite a few clues. We did. And there were some times where like, we knew we were on the right track. But you it's know, annoying. like I've done everything it's told me to and I literally cannot see how this makes a number That's, or how this... It's the same annoying thing as a normal exit is there's three clues, right? Yeah. Easy and they get harder. We always do. We always have worked out the first two anyway. It's, yeah. We always need help on that last bit. Yeah. But then you have to go through the three clues and like, use them up. Make sure you've got this page. Exactly. Like, it's well, like, yeah, well, yeah, we, we know. know that. It's really <laughs> obvious. Um, that's really annoying. But we didn't get. I thought we were going to have points or something at the end where you, you know, in the normal one. Oh, it gives you like a ranking. It's like how it? many clues did you 
you have and then that you did yeah. get the points. We didn't have that in this, so actually it didn't matter how many clues you used. No, and that would have been something... But it would have been cool to... Did you keep a record? Of how many uh, clues? Yeah. I didn't, but I can <gasps> no! look back through oh the book God. and find Yeah, which, okay, you got the book. I was going to say, which, um, I'm surprised you haven't kept a record. Thingies. Maybe on the back, because I didn't... Because we didn't need a clue for the last few days. No. So maybe at the end of the clue book, maybe, the, maybe there is. I'll check the mm. book again, but I haven't got it in front of me. Spontaneity is key. Okay, Cash, I know it's been a month. Right. But did you have a particular favourite room, favourite puzzle? Uh, favourite? No, I... Um, or I did, did you I have did a particular like unfavourite? Well, there was the ones that stick out. The ones where we had to put the poles in and sort of look through at yeah. different angles to count the books. That was a bit that frustrating. Really That's the only thing. Okay, because it's sort of sunken in these... You know, they're quite thick. It's quite a thick it's board. A deep, deep it's a box. deep That's it. It's deep. So when you're looking in the pictures, it you get shadow through. Yeah. And it really on you to look in these rooms and look you know 3d round yeah and with the light and the shadow sometimes it's really difficult, really difficult. to look in down into the box and it's like to I was see saying, and a lot some of them do rely on that that you're looking around and stuff because you, you're just you're, the shadow of your face just gets in the way like my eyesight is shit oh it's not that bad well no but do you know what i mean like <laughs> they some of them are counting on you having we got it right good, though we do but only because you looked through the yeah, hole i couldn't um, work it out but um yeah i liked just the more unique one. I mean they were all good I like the more unique ones where we had to stick the pin through the thing and make mm. that spinning wheel and um, I did one while you were at work but there was a climber's rope and it made like a zigzag shape between yeah. the doors I like cutting up a little tear in the box or stuff it feels it's like sort of ooh yeah I know it's like oh, I shouldn't be doing yeah, yeah no that's that was good um, in terms of unfavourites I can't remember which one did we just get so the train one we just couldn't work out the train one could we oh Oh, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, get, it does get frustrating, but that's part of the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't say any of the puzzles were so hard that they spoiled it. No. <laughs> Play what you feel. I hope they do another one. So is this the only version they've done? I think so. There's not, like, previous Well, I've never heard ones. of one before. I've never seen one yeah. before. Oh, well, I hope they do, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, exit games are getting proper complicated. Well, not, but, like, they? they're constantly changing. You get ones with jigsaw puzzles in now. and Have you got jigsaw... any others on the list Well, there's yet? a few unplayed ones. Unplayed ones, are there? Yeah, one, two... Oh, you've got loads. Three, four. You've got loads to go through. Yeah. When do they come back? Well, they'll work back around. Bloody mm. hell. Can you hear the cat? <laughs> they'll work back around or whenever I get a new one that'll bring them to yellow mm. won't it on the oh, spreadsheet yeah, so yes that's good and I think we've mentioned this before but now that we've seen one and played through it can you think would it work for any other games other than just because I think last time we had this conversation we were just thinking maybe you could get like a piece in each window and by the end you'd have the, all the set mm, but then that would be you're not doing anything each day you're just opening up and getting something um, would it work for like a choose your own adventure maybe and like if you want to do yeah. this open door four that would be really complicated to work out you could do it like that you could maybe it would have many many doors but so like on on the yeah, fourth some you wouldn't use yeah on the fourth let's say the fourth of december you'd have an option do you want to open door 5a tomorrow or 5b tomorrow and like you can take this sort but i don't but, that would just be story that would just be yeah reading a story. but you might die before christmas oh no one wants to die before <laughs> christmas <laughs> yeah that's true um no i'm not sure I, it does need to be that kind of uh escape room type puzzle but uh, no. Ongoing puzzle, I Maybe think. Maybe you wouldn't die, but you, like, find treasure or you take wounds or whatever. And when mm. you get to the 25th, it's like, okay, well, how many how lives did, you, did you end up with? Yeah. How much treasure did you yeah. end up collecting on the route that How you about, went? like, an Arkham Christmas story? <laughs> yeah, that, everyone would die before <laughs> Christmas then. <laughs> 
yeah. You've gone insane. December 14th. <laughs> You've gone insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was really... I just no, really good. enjoyed it. That was yeah. a good... It's a good one. ...month's worth of stuff. And I hope you enjoyed listening to oh, it. Yeah. If you've got well this done. far, well done. Yeah. Um, let us know if you've played it and what you thought. Yes. And let us know. Similarly, if you had any particular favourite puzzles or unfavourite puzzles, did you struggle on the ones that we struggled? Or were you listening to us then just thinking, what a pair of idiots. This was so easy. <laughs> but yeah, just a really good experience. Yep. Well played. Exit. Well, there you go. Well, I've okay. been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquim in Arca Aperculo. Unless you've utterly destroyed the exactly. box. Exactly. You like, can't Aperculo it, can you? Me. And I actually really liked that. Like, just, they know it's a one-use thing mm. over. So to get to the end, to find that certificate, you have got to destroy the whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, we did the motto. Yeah, yes. all done. Thanks for listening. Bye. No, wait, hang on. You can find us on Facebook oh, yeah. at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. Thanks for listening. Bye, Bye Ludophiles. Normal service will now resume. Good night. Good night.